Welcome back to this week's episode of Cover Zero. We are continuing on with our preseason breakdowns. Today we will be breaking down the NFC North. I am here this week with Corday and Josiah. How are you doing today? Doing pretty good. Doing great, man. A week away from football, just preseason football, but football, man. I mean, it's got me excited. Yeah, I feel like this offseason went by so quick. Usually I feel like I'm dragging waiting for season, but I'm like, oh, here we are, football. Hey. Yeah. Once the draft gets here and comes and goes, then it's like the uh it, it comes up super fast after that. Yeah, I yeah I could I could agree on that. Yeah, it did seem like it went by a little bit quicker this year. And normally I I feel the same way. Normally it's like it it drags. It seemed like, but I don't know. This year it do seem like it it went by a little quick. Definitely looking forward to it. So let's get right into this. We are going to do um this how we normally do it. I know last week was a little different. We had special guests. Um, we're gonna go from worst to best. And obviously in this division last season was the Lions at 313-1. Now, I know that the Lions struggled last season. Um, I guess we could say that one positive note for the Lions last season was that they they did, for the most part, compete in the trenches pretty well, which is interesting for the record that they have. Um, but I wanted to ask you guys, um, just kind of give me a brief on how you think or why you think their season went the way it did last season. Then we can go into, you know, off season, free agency, draft, that sort of thing. And then give me a preview of next season and where you see these lions. Um, and I'm going to start today with Josiah. Yeah, you know, I don't know, man. I, I think with the Lions, I think, you know, it's it's the coaching there. I, I do like – I like the head coach over there, you know, but I just think that everything was kind of new and they was kind of getting adjusted to everything over there because that was his first year, right? Last year was his first year. Am I am I right about that? It was his first year there? Yeah, so, yeah. you know, I mean, I new coaching there and him trying to adjust everything. You know, the crazy thing is they were close in in some of those games. The first few, maybe four or five games, they were close. They just couldn't close out, you know. And I know there was some tension in the, the locker room with the head coach and, and Jared Goff. You know, he said the, the head coach is frustrated, you know. And you could tell he's a player's coach. So, I mean, you could just see when he's in his press conferences, you know, and and – how how he talks you could tell and you haven't really heard any no player talk bad about him so you could tell he's a player's coach so when he kind of I didn't like what he said about Jared Goff when he did kind of throw him under the bus you know but that just shows how frustrated he was and I think he just expected a little bit more from him especially seeing how the old line played last year but I just think they were trying to adjust everything that's what it was and the team just needs more talent. You know what I mean? They they were able to add some more talent in the draft and free agency this year, a little bit in free agency, more so in the draft, you know. Uh, but I think that's really, really what it what it was last year. Just adjusting to the 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 new coaching staff over there, the new QB, you know, and and not really having the talent. You know, we knew they were gonna be in the rebuilt year. Here they are, second year with this, with it, with everything with them. And I think it it should be a little bit better this year for him. So I think to answer your question, Brandy, I think really is because of the new staff and, you know, not really just not really having the talent. I, I would have to agree uh, to piggyback off that. I didn't like one, one name, uh, Matt Patricia. 
That man ran the little bit of talent they had on his team uh, out of there. And then they really just decided to rebuild. They let all the weapons go. Kenny Galladay was gone. Uh, Marvin Jones Jr., he left uh, Jacksonville. And, um, yeah, they decided to do a full-on rebuild, and they drafted uh, St. Brown. I forget which one because I know it was Amaran, St. Brown. Then it was like his yeah, other it's one. Couple, right, right. Yeah, so. And they decided to do a full rebuild. They they had a quarterback, uh, quote-unquote franchise quarterback. He was thought of at one point with Jared Goff. But, yeah, this team fought hard, man. It was a lot of games. They uh, they was in overtime twice. Um, I remember they was I remember they was taking the Steelers to overtime. I'm like, bro, what? The, the Lions? Right, like, right. They, they was hard. They was fighting hard, man. And, yeah, and then like you touched upon what uh what Dan Campbell said about Jared Goff. He was like, I, I think I want him to play better. I, you know, we need more out of him, but then we need more out of everybody around him as well. Which is like, yeah, you need more out of a QB, but when you're rebuilding, it's hard for him to, to succeed when everybody when it's super young talent around him, going from the Rams to the Lions, especially. But it's it's all seemed like body language, and it seemed like he was giving up like a lot of times. Like I remember I was watching that uh, Lions versus Steelers game, and he, uh, I don't know, man, it, it seemed like he was nailing it in, but that defense was out there trying. Uh, mm. So it's mm-hmm. it's just you could he like yeah I think Dan Campbell was really looking he was like yeah he ain't gonna be here when we turn this thing around so and even some change on the coaching staff as well like Dan Camp Dan Campbell took away uh play calling duties from um God his name uh slipped he was the former head coach of the, the L A Chargers uh and because he felt like his I don't know something about the play calling he felt like he wasn't being utilized enough or the scheme didn't fit or whatever. Uh, but then Dan Campbell started uh, calling plays midway through the season as well, and then had to hire like a new office OC like after the season. So just a lot of turnover and get rid of all the Matt Patricia terribleness out of that organization as well, and try to build them back up all the way from the, uh, the ground up, biting off people's kneecaps. Yeah, it's funny because when I was taking notes on the Lions, I wrote talent question mark, and then I actually crossed it out. So um, <laughs> that's saying a lot. And I it's no knock because, again, these are all professionals. It takes a lot yeah. to get into the league. But then when we get to breaking down a professional level, mm-hmm. it was sort of, I mean, I was looking at, oh, and depth too. I mean, they just didn't have it on either end for me. So it Looking at that, I was like, oh, okay, yeah, 313 and one. That's yeah. a good point. They really didn't yeah, – that's a really good point. They didn't have the depth either. Yeah. Because didn't, like, right. Depo Kuda tear his, his, like, Achilles or something like that halfway through the year or something? Or was he – or was that the year before? But, yeah, it was like – The year – I think it was the year before. It's almost like, you know, they went from first string, and then if they lost somebody, they went to, like, fourth. fourth yeah. 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 You know yeah. what I mean? Like, exactly. that, that's how bad their depth – yeah, they didn't have depth at all. Yeah. Panay Sewell, who we all believe like in the trenches and stuff, he struggled from transitioning from, well, being not playing during the COVID year, but then transitioning to uh, right tackle as well. It was like a whole other thing. So I think he was thinking he was going to play left tackle, but they kept him in, put him in right. So that was like a whole transition for him as well. So, yeah. He started to round out towards the end of the season and start playing all right, right. that physical presence too, but it was still, he had to knock off the rust. Because I'm because he didn't play his last year at Oregon, and he was like 19. Like something like that, Marlon dude. So, still super young on a young team that's still learning how to win or just trying to be competitive. So, yeah, that's that's 
Yeah, that's a fact. He definitely got better. Half yeah. the season during I think it was like the first maybe four games or yeah. max maybe half. He he wasn't all of that, but then he turned it around. He turned it around big time, you know, yeah. the, the the last half of the season. Yeah. You know. So yeah, as far as recapping the two the twenty twenty one season, yeah, that's how that's how it went. So then when we're looking at off season, free agency, draft, that sort of thing. Um, I wanted to ask you guys who your biggest standout was or just some standouts because I don't think that they had that good of an offseason. Um, but I do think that what made me go, hmm, was their pickup of DJ Chark from the Jaguars because that, I mean, again, that adds talent to their roster, which they were lacking. So what do you guys think about the Lions offseason? I was going to say, Jameson Williams, man. When they picked Jameson Williams up in the draft, I was like, man, they were listening to uh, just how shocked I was when we did the uh, the pre-draft or like or the mock draft when Jordan selected them with the Texans. And I was mm-hmm. like, the Lions must have been listening to Jordan, and that's why they traded it up from 30, what was it, 32? Yeah, they had, cause they had, uh, they had the Rams first-round draft, but they traded it up from 32 all the way up. So I think it was like 12, just like Jamison Williams. And I was like, well, that shows me they at least trying to add talent to this roster. And I was like, they probably right. got the best receiver in the draft if he didn't tear his ACL. And at mm-hmm. the point of the draft, he was already back walking and doing a few exercises. So I was like, he might be back faster than we think. And that gives golf weapon on top of the DJ Sharks. So now you got two good receivers and St. Brown from last year. So that's Potentially three good receivers and Aiden Hutchinson, man, that's good, good dude. He should have, he should have went one to the Jags, but we ain't gonna talk about that. Um, <laughs> fall into them at two, great addition for them. Like he's like the hard nosed guy. He's from, he went to University of Michigan, uh, so he's gonna fit right there in Detroit. And so I feel like those are like the two like key stones to help build them up. Yeah, I gotta agree with you, man. I mean, when you look at the off season, you gotta look at. A couple of the players that they added, obviously, G.J. Chark that we just mentioned. You get a veteran wide receiver that's, you know, that could possibly be the number one. You know, we got to see how Jameson is going to be, you know, obviously is health-wise and everything. But, uh, you know, th- th- you got those two wide receivers that's going to be, you know, running the routes and the, the top, whether it's 1A, 1B, or, you know, the number one, number two wide receiver. You got two solid wide receivers there, you know. And then another, a couple other free agents I just want to mention, you know, Deshaun Elliott, somebody that he's not like a great, you know, safety or anything like that, but he's a hard hitter. I think he's going to bring some better, some better, some veteran, you know, uh, they ain't the word for it, but, but, you know, he's a veteran. So he's going to help, you know, the secondary back there and whatnot. So that, that, you know, that's pretty good. And then Mike Hughes, somebody that I've always liked, he just never was able to stay healthy, man. Never, you know, when he, when Minnesota drafted him, I thought that was a good pickup from them. You know, and they, like I said, he just couldn't stay healthy. Then he went to the Chiefs. He didn't do anything over there. So we'll see, you know. I mean, we, we talked about Dan Campbell and how he's a player's coach. You know, maybe he can, I don't know, put some put some life into him, you know, and, and see maybe he could turn him around a little bit. But so those are the three players that I like as far as ads. You know, and then obviously, yeah, we talked about the draft a little bit. Jamison Williams, you know, or and um, Aiden uh, Hutchinson. I think those two players, obviously, you know, you get a you get a top notch pass rusher, you get a a speedster and Jameson. Like I said, he just really just needs to stay healthy, you know, and and that offense is ready to go. And then you get another, you get a pass rusher, which I think they were sorely lacking. They really needed another pass mm-hmm. rusher over there. 
you know. And then one thing that I wanted to really address address is that offensive line. The offensive line is really, you know, it was it was it was kind of under the radar because the team didn't play. They only won three games last year, you know, so nobody really really looked at how well, you know, other units or players played over there because you look at the record or you you watch the team, you come into the offseason, you're like, oh, you know, yeah, that team was bad, you know, so on and so forth. But if you remember or you go back and watch tape, you know, you'll see that they actually had some solid players on there. And the one unit that stood out the most was that offensive line. You know, um, everybody on there, I mean, Panay, we, we talked about Sewell, Corday, you know, he got better, you know, I mean, halfway at the, the last half of the season, he got really, really good, you know, and, and they put him at a position and we talk about it all the time. You know, Panay, he was somebody that we thought maybe, you know, we talked about it on cover zero. He was somebody that could possibly play around the whole old line just because of how athletic and versatile he was, but it's still tough to do that. You know, it's not easy just to say, Hey, look, you know, you played well over here in Oregon. You played well, good over here. You know, let let's see what you can do over here. But it's not always the case, and I think it was a it was a really big transition for him, and he was able to to really make it work, and he turned out pretty good. I mean, according to PFF, they had him at a seventy seven grade, which was, I think, the highest. That's the highest grade out of the whole O line that played last year for that for that for that team. You know, and they had some good players. You know, you look at the different players that they had. Uh, Taylor Deckard, he played really well. You look at uh, Frank, he played well, you know. And, and so, I mean, you look at this old line, if they can continue to block well and they got the chemistry together and now you got the two wide receivers, I mean, this could be a sleeper team, man. Not, not, not a sleeper where it's like they're going to make the playoffs, but they can definitely double digit their, their wins and losses. You know, and they won. They they won three games last year. I got them winning six this year. I mean, you know, it's, it's still yeah, yeah. losing record, but I mean, it's 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 a, it's better than what it was. It's definitely a big improvement. You know, um, if they can get there, you know, and, and that would look you would look at it like okay, I'm assuming if that happens, the 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 offense is going to be what's leading the way. I'm expecting them to score more points this year. You know, so. The defense, I think, is going to be better, but it's still not going to be where it's at. They still got some holes on the defense, but I think the offense may be ready to play. The offense is what may shock some people. So, yeah, as far as my final record with this team, I got them at 6-11. and 11. Definitely going to be improving, especially because they started off, like we mentioned, it was end games as well. And right. um, and then they they lost in overtime to the Steelers, but I think they started off like 0-7, 0-8, and it was – Dan Campbell was so happy when they finally won because of, like, all the hard work and they didn't give up on them. But, yeah, these additions have definitely helped them, like, uh, like oh, yeah. Uh, like, yeah, we won this game. Oh, yeah, we, we like, okay, the Lions is doing some good. They they building the foundation. So they definitely will surprise a few people, especially they just keep staying physical and, like, keep that uh, dog mentality uh, with, with these key additions. That they should definitely win six. That's pretty interesting because I'm <laughs> – we're actually on the same – all three of us are on the same page. On the same – that's crazy. Record. Yeah, I have them improving to 6 and 11. So, ooh. I mean, because even if you if you look at their schedule, right? Okay, so they got they got Philadelphia week one. I think Philly, Philly wins that one. Then they got you guys. Brandon. Beat us. They got the commander. They beat us. I don't think so. I think I think y'all win that one. Then they got Minnesota. They we'll may see. lose, we'll but see. these we'll games see. are gonna 
these games are going to be close, but then I could see them getting the upset. I could see them beating Seattle. I could see them beating Miami. I could Dallas. see them splitting with Chicago. That's three right there. Yeah. Dallas, now I see Dallas winning that one. I don't know. I see them. I don't know. I that's it. the one game that they all they play well. That they play. That's Dallas true. That's true. Too. They do play it's, well. It's crazy how well they play. Well, each other. Not always, but, some, but the, Dallas Lions matchups are always. I mean, not always. Okay, I said always, but often entertaining. That's true. That's true. That's that's definitely true for sure. So I mean that that could be one of the upsets right it's, there. It's one of, Seattle. So you got okay. So Seattle. So let's just say okay, Seattle, Dallas. I got them beat Miami. So I mean that's three right there. You know, um, I think they could split with Chicago. Agreed. So although Chicago may get the first one in Week Ten, November thirteenth, I think they can get the one of the last games here. You know, the the uh, New Year's Week Seventeen. I think they can get that one. Oh, see, I have it. I have it switched. I just feel like Chicago takes a while to warm up, but we'll get into that. Yeah, but yeah I feel like <laughs> I don't know why, but I feel like yeah, I have I have that one swapped. I have the Lions taking the first and the Bears taking that. Second. It de- that definitely could happen. I mean, you know, and like you said, we're gonna get into it, but Chicago, they're they're they it's a reboot over there Mm -hmm. so i mean you know it definitely can go that way i just give it the benefit of doubt them being in chicago you know and then turn around into the season you know and they they make they they not make a run but you know they because you look at the last three well the last four games they got new york the jets it it isn't in why but the jets then they got carolina then they got Chicago. Then Green Bay, I expect them to lose that one. Now, depending on how well Green Bay plays, I mean, they could be benching their their starters at that point. So we'll see how that goes. But those four games right there, you know, those are games right there. They can possibly get two out of that. So, you know, um, so, yeah, it's a possibility. I, I, I see them with six. You know, I definitely could see that, especially if, they start off the way they did last year. They start off with a, with just, you know, really playing hard, you know, because when you see players really playing hard for coaches, that means they believe in the system. They believe in the system. They believe in the scheme. They believe in what's going on. So if we see that, like we seen last year, especially with a with with a with an old line that's got even more chemistry, what better weapons, you know what I'm saying? I I definitely could see it happening. You know, again, it's not a playoff team or anything like that, but six is 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 a cool little improvement. You know what I'm saying from from last year. So well, and you've now with the O line, given a quarterback who's gone to a Super Bowl some weapons. So mm-hmm. it would be nice to see you know them come up with some of those great wins, points. wins mm-hmm. that they couldn't last year. Yeah, great point. Sure. So everybody, everybody got six and eleven with that. Yeah, and it's yeah. funny because speaking of six and eleven, we're gonna move on to the Bears. <laughs> um, yeah, last season six and eleven. So I'm going to, we're gonna do this kind of the same as the last one. So I want to hear, you know, what is what you guys saw from the Bears season and why it didn't go as well as they 
hope. And then we'll go into off season and then our previews. And I'm going to start this time with Corday. Man, Matt Nagy was raved a lot to be a head coach, man. Me and Gibson had this this talk, but go ahead, go ahead. I don't want to cut you off too early. Man. No, I, I, what I'm what I'm saying is, he he peaked at that that right after they got Khalil Mack and stuff like that 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 season, um, and it seemed like he just didn't know how to coach Justin Fields or, I don't know, bro. It just when it when they drafted him, it seemed like this was the GM's pick because you know Andy Dalton. Was the guy was gonna be the guy the day one starter because I guess you know he was on the hot seat and this was just like a lot of not really helping Justin Fields a lot that O line was terrible like they they finished six and eleven um but now they they're going with the youth moving they got a new head coach and Matt Lafleur I'm not, not Matt Lafleur uh yeah Elberflus yeah Matt Matthew Elberflus something like that. crazy name okay uh uh. <laughs> And this this team was going young. They're they're doing they're going out the Detroit Lions model. Um, and it just you could just see that the scheme wasn't really fit for Justin Fields. Like, well, I felt like it was getting better as a passer, but it was just that O line was terrible. They couldn't run the ball a lot or didn't want to. And uh, Jay, like they had Jason Peters, who was eagle and the future Hall of Famer, but he was he's really done at this point. And it was like they just couldn't protect them at all. And it seemed like they didn't know how to scheme up easy throws for Fields to try to have success either. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just like, this, it was, they they had to fire him. It was not, it was it was funny because they drafted Fields and it was, uh, all right, if he doesn't, well, not Fields, but if like, the head coach doesn't win, he's going to get fired. And then, so it was kind of like this tug and pull of, well, I need to start Andy so I can keep my job. But we need to go young because we drafted dude in the first round. We don't have a first round draft pick next year, and it was kind of seemed like that was like the tug and pull. Like, should we start Andy so I can win, or should I try to build the young guy up? And then the scheme, we're not gonna help the young guy. Like, kind of like do some stuff on the move, or like not expose him like with this terrible offensive line, mm-hmm. and try to help him with like some weapons and stuff like that. Like, nah, we not we not doing none of that. And then it was just like when he got fired, I was like, "What a shock!" I felt like he should got fired earlier than what he did because of how bad he wasn't helping Justin Fields. Like I'm just like, "Bro, okay, this is obviously gonna be a youth movement. If you want to keep your job, let's try to show improvement with Fields, and then you'll be the coach." But okay, he started like this, but now he's ascending under my coaching, and we have to keep you another year. Maybe fire the GM, but keep me because under my system, he's been thriving. But that's not what he did. That's what they. I'm surprised they won six games. Real talk. <laughs> yeah, I see where you're coming from. I see where you're coming from. I I think with Matt Nagy, it's crazy because, like I mentioned, you know, before you got ready to, you know, speak on the team and whatnot. I think with him, when he was getting ready to become a head coach, because he was he. I mean, they were they were looking at him. Everybody was talking about Matt Nagy as the next yep. head coach. You know, Andy Reid was was on fire as he normally is, but you know, Matt Nagy had some play calling, you know, he actually was doing some play calling around that time. My issue was, and it's crazy because this is what actually became an issue. I think is that he wasn't a great play caller. And my, my issue going into Chicago was that, or any team that he would have signed on to do was that he wasn't, I don't think he was ready really to call plays, you know, and be a head coach and do just do every single thing. I didn't see that just yet because, 
he was a beginner is calling plays over there with the Chiefs. So that that was the only thing that got me. I I felt he did a good job, but I felt like he still needed to really, you know, learn under Andy Reid, you know, and and really just kind of get the – just really, you know, really get everything in as far as learning what what kind of plays to call, you know, being in in that whole environment as far as calling plays for a little minute, you know, and and that wasn't even – he that that wasn't the case, you know, and then boom, he was pushing in his head coach and – you know, I I liked him as head coach, but it just was one of those things where it was like he may not he may not be successful, and it it may be because he just wasn't ready at that point. You right. know, and, you know, he, like for example, look at Dennis Allen. Dennis Allen, you know, hey, look, Reggie McKenzie, he he put Dennis Allen as our head coach, as the Raiders head coach at one point in time, and I just didn't think he was ready at all. Right. Like, it was like. He's not ready, bro. I mean, he had one. I think he had one, maybe two years. He was a head. He was not. He was a defensive one coordinator. Yeah, for Denver, for Denver, mm-hmm. right, bro. And it, and it wasn't. It wasn't enough. It wasn't. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't enough. He had to really, you know, really learn that. To he had to learn how to be a defensive coordinator first, mm-hmm. and then move up. You know what I'm saying? To be a head coach. That's that's how it worked. You know and. And whether it's defense coordinator, special teams, coach, whatever, I'm just using this for an example. That's what happened with him. Now, look, he's getting a second chance here with New Orleans. I think he's going to do a better job. I think he's going to do a way better job with New Absolutely. Orleans than he did with, with the Raiders. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Been, so, yeah, he's been there for so long in New Orleans. He definitely know how. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, yeah going back and forth with Sean Payton, learning from yeah, one yeah. of the, mm-hmm. the greatest head coaches ever, one yeah, of the greatest they, offensive minds ever. And then now it's. You look at New Orleans as a defensive team. You don't even look at them as an offensive team no more. That's right, bro. That's a fact. That, you, hey, that's a great point. That's a great point. You know why, though? Because of how good, you know, they got talent over there. But he's exactly. also, that's the best defense Sean Payton's been around, period. Exactly. I mean, exactly. he's had some solid defensive court. He's had Rob Ryan. He's had uh, right. Greg Williams over there yeah. that some people like, some people don't like, but his yeah. aggressive play calling, whatever. But but Dennis Allen has been the best, in my opinion. And I feel like he's really learned from a lot that he's been through. You know, and I feel like Matt Nagy has to go through that. He didn't go through that as much, you know, and he he was given the head coaching. And then it was a whole bunch of, you know, taking the play calling away, then call, yeah. you know, giving it yeah. back to the OC. You know, it was just a lot of that going on. So I, I just think he wasn't ready at that point in time. And people knew that he was he was on his way out, bro. He, and and Corday, you said it. What you thought? You said what? He should have been fired a little bit earlier. Because, yeah, today. I felt like he should have been fired earlier in the season because you literally saw it. Really, it it was really one of those tussles between the GM and the head coach. Right. The GM draft the quarterback Justin Fields, so I can kind of stay or whatever. Or are we going to try to move? I need to move on with the franchise. Head coach, like I need to keep my job, so I sign a veteran so I can win to try to prove that I'm doing good. But, you know, if you mesh with the, all right, Andy Dalton ain't getting it done, let me set up this rookie quarterback to show how good and how much I'm improving. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my play calling style is working for him, and I transition the offense around him so I can stay on as head coach, even though the GM ain't drafting a lot of different goods. So, like, I was going to fire the GM so I can keep the coach because you have put this offense around him, and he's thrived. It started off rocky, but... He like we've he's improved throughout the point of the season, 
and it never was no improvement. And also, it just seemed like he never wanted to design plays that would make Justin Fields successful. It was Agreed. like you were still you were still treating it as if he was Andy Dalton. Like, nah, yeah. this O line is terrible. Put him on the move. They have him drop back there doing five seven step drops. And like Josiah, like you said, it was a back and forth with the play calling where he took the play calling away. All of a sudden, they got a balanced attack. They running the ball. Then yeah. that Nagy like, all right, cool. Now I'm gonna start back calling plays because we out of this slump now. But it's really I just want to get the credit so to keep right. this stuff going. But then no, you take the play calling over again, and we back to looking trash again. Fields get hurt. I put foes in because Dalton can't get it done, and it's just I'm like, bro, this is a mess. <laughs> you know, like mm-hmm. and like you said, Josiah, yeah. when he was with Kansas City. He took over halfway through the season. Halfway. He was been calling plays the whole year. And coming off that, Doug Peterson was coaching, was calling the plays the year before. So you literally hired an OC who only called half the games. And I still remember they lost a game in the AFC wildcard game because they was conservative and didn't even use it. It was all this crazy. Right. It it was. It was. And that's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. They literally got – he literally – I remember – he got hired the day after the Chiefs lost to, I forget the team they played. And it was like, so did they ask you about your play calling and what you should have done differently in the playoff game? Because I remember they abandoned the run with Kareem Hunt and just started throwing the ball. They was like, yeah, I'm still thinking about how we could have probably did better, but I'm here in Chicago now. And I'm just like, bro, why would I hire you after you just like, Kareem Hunt had like, 13 carries in the first half, three in the second, and they lost because they didn't keep the time of possession. I'm like, yeah, this is going to be bad. This is going to be bad in Chicago. It's going to be bad. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, that's a fact. It was bad. Yeah. <laughs> it so, was what's bad. your record? What's your, I got them. I got I got them well, probably. Well, I didn't even wait. Hold up, though. I, I do want to go into what they added, though. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you can say your record. You can say your record. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Let's not do record. Don't do record, Jeff. Okay. So I got a head. I got a head. Hey, Cordae, like, forget this, man. Look, this is the record. <laughs> what it is. No matter what they did in off season. Yeah, he right, said, bro. I don't care who they picked up. This, right. this is a record. Right. Doesn't yeah. matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. <laughs> Bears in two. <laughs> <laughs> who did you? Who? Okay, so speaking of their off season, what pickups did you guys like from them? And also, because I mean, again, they lost AR and Khalil Mack. Like, what oh, didn't you, I? So, I want to go over also for this particular squad what you didn't like as well. So, look, my, my thing is with the losses, man, there's a couple, there's a couple losses. I mean, because they had a lot of good players, right? Yeah. So, when you lose a GM, when you lose a whole head coach, everything, obviously, you know, they're. Most teams, most teams, they're in the rebuild mode. So you know some players are 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 going to leave. It's just – it is what it is. Allen Robinson, I think we figured he probably would be gone. He didn't have the season that he wanted to have, nor did the, the team definitely didn't. They thought he would have a better season. It just didn't happen that way. You know, so he's gone. Then you look at right. one of their best guards. You look at James Daniels. He's gone. He goes to what? The Steelers? You know, it was the Steelers he went to. I wanted us to get him. I thought that was a – you know, that was a good pickup for them. Akeem Hicks, who just signed with Tampa Bay, yeah. that was a good pickup for them. So, I mean, they just lost so many players. And obviously, the big pickup, Khalil Mack, to the Chargers, he comes back to our division that we, we got to deal with. We won't get into that to the AFC West yeah. breakdown. So, yeah. listeners, stay tuned for that. 
but yeah, Khalil Mack, man. I mean, that you know, I think when he when he went over there, you know, it was more so what the Raiders was doing mm-hmm. than what Chicago just did. If that makes yeah. sense, like I mean, we we looked Absolutely. at it. Absolutely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, what, are you, what are you doing? Why would you get rid of, you know? And John Gruden, nobody, you know, anyway, that's a whole nother, that's a whole oh, nother story, oh, you know. Oh, but, story. Right, yeah. but they got him, and they had a really good defensive line at that at that point. Yeah. You know, they was comparing that defensive line to the old Chicago Bears, you know, the 80s mm-hmm. and whatnot, you know. But it didn't work out. They made the playoffs, what was it, twice? They made it twice. You know, um, the first year Khalil was there, and then I think the not the next year, but the year after. Right. No, they I made think. it three times. They made it. That, they played on that Nickelodeon game where they looked terrible. They looked terrible. <laughs> I think they scored seven points against the Saints. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, three times. So they made it. So Matt Nagy made it three times. Was this? Might, might have been. I thought it was only twice. Okay, three times. My point is they didn't deliver that. The defense was good. It just wasn't good enough. And the offense, really, the offense just didn't do enough. That that's yeah. where it really come down to. The offense just wasn't enough. They didn't have the QB, you know, or anything like that. So their their losses from Khalil Mack to Allen Robinson, they, they, they lost Eddie Goldman as well, who was a, a good depth piece, rotational player. You can't never have enough uh, guys in the trenches. We talk about that. Again, like I said, we talk about that on this show, every single show it seems like. You know, O-line from D-line, you know, it means a lot to us. So that's a big loss. I already mentioned Akeem Hicks. Belil Nichols, who came to the Raiders, I think that is debt piece. I think that's, you know, that's another loss right there. Nick Foles, I, you know, that's somebody who I I want to say, you know, a few people on, on SSAW, shout out the page. They felt like, Chicago fans felt like he he's a possibility to come in and maybe get some playing time and whatnot, you know, because they had another veteran QB there that can possibly really, you know, help out. Justin Fields, that was there, and maybe, you know, kind of make some noise as a starting QB. But it just didn't, it, I mean, it didn't work out that way. He had one magical year with the Eagles, you know, it is what it is. You know, shout out Corday. But I'm just saying, man, I mean, they, they did lose some pieces. So then you look at their ads, they didn't really add too much. Uh, Nicholas Morrow, who I like a lot. That just couldn't stay healthy with us, with the Raiders. That's a really good pickup. They're good with really developing linebackers over there. So, you know, if he can really, you know, stay healthy, I think he could be a really solid linebacker over there. So that, that's a good pickup. Nikhil Harry, uh, you know, whatever. You know, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, we'll, we'll see how that turn out. I ain't really too high on that. And that's really my issue with the Bears. They drafted some good players. I ain't, I ain't mad at Kyler. Gordon, I ain't mad at you know these DBs that they drafted, Jaquan yeah. uh, uh, Briskers, the safety. Yeah. I'm not mad at those players. I you know they got a defense, they got a defensive-minded head coach, mm-hmm. so I understand who I like. So a lot of Chicago fans outside of Eli on there, there's you know none of them was really believing in the dude. I I like him. I just feel like because you just drafted Justin Fields, yeah. I feel like there should have been more of a offensive-minded guy, or they should have went more offensive. You know, they should have added more help for Justin yeah. Fields. That's just, yeah. that's just how I feel with it. It's like, okay, you 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 add a defensive coordinator to be a head coach, fine. Hopefully, yeah. you know, he gives more weapons to Justin Fields because as much as I like Justin Fields, he needs to improve on 
a lot of things. And it would help if he had better weapons around him. You yeah. know, and I and I know people say, well, Holland Robinson, he wasn't the same last year. He's still better than what y'all got this year. Exactly. Well, I mean, what yeah. you know, I mean that to me that don't I don't know. They just they don't, you know, so I, I wish they would have went more on that route. I do like their draft to a certain extent when it comes down to the players they drafted. I just feel like they could have sacrificed that a little bit and went to help out Justin Fields. That's that's my my thing with it. Like I said, I like the coaching staff over there. I like who they have over there. Um, as far as re- are we doing records, Brandy? Or are we yeah, we gonna yeah, wait? Yes, 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 yes. We can move on the records. You guys touched on off season. I, what records do you guys have? Last year they won seven games. This year six, I got them winning six. six. They did not win seven. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm tripping. I'm tripping. I got it mixed up. They won six last year. Correct. I got them winning seven this year. I got it mixed up. Oh, really? Won okay. six last year. I got them winning seven this year. Okay. So a one-game improvement, you know, because I really do like – I like what they got over there. They did lose – they lost some pieces and whatnot, but I think Matt is going to become a better head coach than Matt Nagy was. I do think that. I think he's he's more prepared. He's He's been calling plays for a little minute. You know, I feel like he's he's been he's he's just been around the game a little bit longer, you know, and I and I think he's more prepared. So and the pieces that they again, going back to defense, I think defense is, you know, Justin Fields, we'll see, we'll see what happens. They they did add they I'm not gonna make it like they didn't add no piece. They did add some pieces to the to the offense. It just I feel like they could have did better. That's just yeah. I feel like they could have did better. So with that being said, I got them winning one game over what they did the year before. So that's seven. That's seven and ten. Four to three games, bro. It would not shock oh. me. Yeah. I I think because it's a mass exodus of talent, especially like older talent as well. Rokon Smith reported to camp, but he's, a, he's doing a hold-in, so he won a new deal, which I get. Uh, that He's incredible. And they went from Matt. They went from one mat to another mat. That's why it's so right. funny. <laughs> Wait, but this mat is more prepared, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I just think it's it's another, like how we was talking about the Lions last year. They, like, really rebuilding, getting rid of a lot of talent. I think it's the same this year with the, the Bears because they got rid of a lot of talent, but a lot of them was older talent. Like They traded Khalil Mack, uh, uh, the guy who uh, – forget his name, who went to Tampa, the, D, the DN. Uh, uh, D and D tackle, who was, but he was hurt a lot. Uh, they got and they they got some nice picks, but like you said, most of it was on defense. Mm-hmm. Their best like, picks, their yeah, best picks for sure. Their best yeah. picks was on defense, right? And then you hopefully uh the tackle who got hurt last year, Jenkins, I believe his name, he come back and he's fully healthy. I remember you guys, you wanted your Raiders to draft him. Um, play. Mm-hmm. He's playing left tackle, so hopefully he comes back healthy. Mm-hmm. And then like uh, Nikhil he Harry, issue. I believe it was huh? back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was his back issue. Yeah, then Nikhil Harry, you hope you get something out of him because that man only had thirty five catches over three years with the. With the and it, people was high on him, bro. Yeah. That that's what get me. I I can see why Chicago went with him because yeah. I mean people was high on him coming out. Yeah, so I can see why they're giving him another chance. But yeah, keep going. Yeah, and it was a uh, he's not he, he couldn't get a lot of separation in New England, which is they're like cut on a dime get separation. I feel like he's probably more of a jump ball guy, which might help. Just it feels like I can toss it up to you and see if you can go up and get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you you just hope it's a hope and a prayer at this point. Um, 
I forget the the receiver who was the main guy who they went to. Uh, he sleeps my mind right now, but he was he would do good, but he would be like three catches for like a hundred yards or four catches for like one twenty or something. So a lot of his was just like big plays, like not as consistent or not like a bunch of like you know. But yeah, it's gonna be. I feel this offense is really gonna be like interesting, and I really feel bad for Justin because I feel like they didn't surround him with enough talent to succeed this coming year. And right. especially with the especially with the mass exodus on defense, like if we're gonna get young, right. let's put that stuff around our quarterback. We get if we if we trade Khalil McAvoy and we get a second round pick for him, let's try to take somebody that will help him on offense, either at guard, at receiver, something like that, instead of just building up our defense, because that was it seemed like it's a re it's gonna be a repeat of what happened when the other Matt was there and they had Mitchell Trubisky. Everything mm-hmm. is on defense, and we got to figure out the offense. But you're a defensive guy now, so you hopefully your OC can figure out the offense and come create something around Justin Fields. But, yeah, so that's why I, I, I feel they're really rebuilding. That's why I have them winning less games than you, Josiah. I think they're going with the youth movement a year earlier like uh, the Lions did. So Which sucks because Justin Fields, if he don't do good this upcoming year, they're gonna be looking at him this third year and like, oh, is he is he a bust at this point? See that uh, that's what, what I said. That's it. Well, yeah. Yep. 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 So it's like on, all man. that. But it's like, okay, well, my first the first mat didn't like me, didn't build around me. The second mat, like we had to get rid of everybody because we in salary cap hell. And then now we hopefully y'all bring somebody in. And it's always funny because it's always they do this to a black quarterback. I'm sorry to go on this rant, but that was yeah. just a black quarterback. Well, he athletic, got a big arm, but like you yeah. said, he still need to work on tools, still need to develop, but oh. He's not getting it done, but you don't, you don't, <laughs> you ain't got nobody around him. Unlike somebody who we're gonna talk about next, right? Like you, right. you want to see him with like surrounded with talent, like first, right. like right. a right. running back who's dope, a receiver or two. Like I feel like, I, I feel like uh, Allen Robinson would have probably done well with if you know with a good play calling scheme. But I felt like they phased him out of the offense last year for whatever reason. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm like, how you go from? 90 and 100 catches to you only had 25 like you was facing this dude out because you want to go to youth and like all this other stuff but hopefully phil does well this year but i'm looking at it like i don't see it just because he don't have the talent around him corday you brought up some good points josiah you did too now let me tell you what i got what i have written down for record <laughs> um they finished six and eleven yep i actually have them between six and seven games ish and but here's my thing is i i mean you guys both presented excellent points and i can see both of them i think it's hard for me on this one being a fan of fields Mm -hmm. i hope to see growth and improvement and i like the new coaching staff i think that brings a fresh outlook on things regardless of who they maybe lost so I'm hoping that that can maybe give them a little bit more I don't even know like TLC I guess like he I don't know I just hope that one on his part right you go back as just an individual who finished a rookie season and then you look at yourself right and then you grow from your mistakes but I also hope as a new coaching staff, you come in, see a young, talented player. Yes, black quarterback. I'm trying to ignore that, not ignore that fact. 
because history in the league shows that, including all my teams. But to look at that young talent, if you are going to go young and have some fresh ideas and be willing to develop that, I would hope. So maybe this season their record doesn't improve, but I hope to see improvement from the squad, if that makes sense. Yeah, so growing from the mistakes and everything, man, I mean, yeah. Hopefully that's something that they can do for sure. Yeah. Hopefully that's something they can do. They can grow from their mistakes because that's what they're going to need to do. They're going to have to grow from what happened last year. And they, I mean, you know, with obviously the new head, the, the new coaching mm-hmm. over there, the new head coach over there, the new staff over there, you know, um, the players that they added. Like I said, I, I don't have a problem with the players they added. Yeah. I just wish they would have helped out Justin Fields a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? That's that's just my that's my only thing. It's not so much about they didn't help him out. It's just you could have got him better players. That's you know, I mean, I mean you that that's that's my deal with it. But you know, other than that, that's how I feel. I feel like this team is definitely, you know, I I I think they will improve. But see, that's the thing though. Corday, you got what? You got three games? What what you got? Four, three, three, four games? Three, four games, yeah. What what what's the number exactly? I'll say like you four. got four. Yeah. So I got I got seven. Yeah. Which is which is pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. You got four. Brandy is between six and seven. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the record right there is what will with you. It's more kind of like you know, okay, well they didn't improve as far as like I and I think yours is more on talent. Talent level, right? Yeah, that's definitely. that's how we looking at it. Yeah. Not coaching. Yeah. Really definitely. talent. Yeah. Right. So with me, I'm looking at it more so like, okay, I think it's more just talent as well, but the coaching is improved. I think Matt is this Matt <laughs> yeah, yeah, is yeah, ready yeah. more than than the other Matt. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I, I do I do like this. I like some of the pieces that they added. They lost a lot and it's gonna take a little minute to really pick up, especially on offense. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I like the pieces that they did add on defense. So, you know, yeah. on to the next. The next team that we're going to be talking about here is going to be the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. So we're going to start here, man. I mean, i let you start first. Okay. How do you feel as far as the losses, the ads, you know what I'm saying? How, how do you feel that they did in the offseason? Well, I guess we've been going – so we'll go, we'll, we'll go off how they did last year, and then we'll go with the losses and their ads. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it, you know, we'll, we'll keep it consistent. Yeah. So how do you feel they did last year and then coming into the offseason of this year? I, I actually feel like they kind of underachieved, honestly. Um. Going off last year, what did they finish? Like they had like set was they seven and ten or eight and eight. It was seven and ten, right? Yeah. So I was thinking they was probably shooting for like a probably like a playoff berth in this in this division, uh, maybe like a wild card or something like that. So going seven and ten was definitely like a, a underachieving as well, especially with the talent that uh, that Kirk has around him. Um, a, a few close games that they end up losing. Um. 
And like you know, I, I really liked uh, uh, what's the head coach name? Like Zimmer. I really liked uh, Mike Zimmer. Like I felt he was a real good coach. Um, they OC. I liked him a lot. Uh, and it it was it was really it was just it was interesting that they uh was like losing a lot of close games, and that would eventually led to um uh, Zimmer and the GM getting let go and both being fired. Um, yeah, and then you still had talent on this roster. Like Dalvin Cook always seems like a game or two. But I felt like this team underachieved. And in certain positions, you know, they're not as solid as they once were. Like a corner, they had Patrick Peterson. Um, but he's not as he's not the Patrick Peterson that we knew, like, in Arizona. Um, right, right. And then, like, Harrison Smith still balls out. But then, like, they don't have Anthony Harris, like the ball hawk, who's there as well. Uh, uh, Kendrick still gives you a lot. But it's like that defense wasn't the great Vikings defense of old. Kendall Hunter. Had start off good, but then he got hurt midway through. So it's kind of like, dang, you know. And mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like injuries, and then they're not as dominant as they was beforehand. It's kind of like led them to seven, seven and ten. The, the extra game always throws me off. Seven and ten instead of seven and nine. I know, I know. I've, I'm still trying to get adjusted myself, bro. Yeah. I'm still yeah. trying to get adjusted. Uh, led to Mike Zimmer's firing, but yeah, Kirk slanging it. You know, we're we going to disagree with what we think about Kirk Cousins. But Justin Jefferson <laughs> going off, I think he had like 1,600 yards this year. Like, we we, we, we did in the 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 top 10 wide receivers that he could possibly be like one or two going into next year because that's how talented and special he is. And I always mm-hmm. get mad about talking about Justin Jefferson because my Eagles could have had him. But... <laughs> Like, so. man, y'all got so many. Hey, look, man. I mean, we <laughs> look, look, <laughs> y'all got weapons over there, though, bro. Yeah, yeah, what are you yeah, talking yeah. about? <laughs> but, but it's it's the fact that dude who we took instead, bro, he was right. I hear you. I hear you. He was right there, which is your I fans. You. I know you probably know that as well. We know all about that, so, you know. We so know all like, about it. So, I'm like, I agree with you, but I'm just like, dang, bro, what, what could have been, but we good now, but it's just. You see how dope this receiver is. And I'm just like, God. But going back to they traded Stephon Diggs, that was this is probably the best even trade you've seen with giving up Diggs for Jefferson. Because on our top ten, they was five and six. So mm-hmm. you draft a dude in the second year, he's already the like sixth best receiver in the league. And the dude you traded, he the fifth best receiver in the league. So they're both dynamic. But yeah, so I feel that's why they don't achieve injuries. Um, they're not as talented at key parts like they used to be, like a D tackle. They're not as dominant as Kendall Hunter uh, hasn't been able to stay like healthy for a full entire season when he had like 18 sacks or a few years ago, which is like that dominant force uh, at DN. So they have to try to retool and uh, figure that out. Also, they uh, we'll probably get into it, but they're switching to a 3-4-2, so I want to see how that's going to work. But yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably why they underachieved this upcoming year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I see where you're coming from, man. I mean, with me with the Vikings, and it's funny because I've actually been high on them for a little minute. Last year, I kind of fell off a little bit because they just, I don't know, I, I just started to kind of like lose confidence in them, man. I was unsure if if Kurt maybe needed a new home to really be at, you know what I'm saying? I, I felt like maybe it just wasn't working there. Although he had the wide receiver, it just something wasn't, something wasn't clicking there. Obviously, it was Mike Zimmer. Zimmer had to go. It is, and and like you said, I felt I feel the same way. Mike Zimmer, I like Mike Zimmer. I felt like I actually feel like it took him 
too long to get a head coaching gig. Yeah. He should have yeah. got one a little earlier, yeah. to be honest with you. So he's done, he's done a pretty good job over there. It just, you know, it didn't work out on the offensive side of the ball. They had weapons over there. They yeah, Kirk, they signed over there. Which I didn't hear you really talk too much. I guess you waiting on me to really yep, to really you know put on him or whatnot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I think that's what you waiting. I mean, you ain't slick, bro. It is what it is. You ain't slick. But I mean, I do like. I don't get me wrong. I I like what they what they've done over there when Mike Zimmer was there was yeah. enough, and Mike Zimmer just it wasn't enough from the front office to see from him. He just the the defense played solid for the most part while he was there. And then they started to kind of like dwindle down. And the offense was kind of like, you know, shaky a little bit. And I think that's why they went in the different direction they did this year. And and just really real quick, you already touched on last year. I didn't really – I kind of, you know, went back and forth with it. They went 8-9 last year. Okay. They went 8-9 last year. And, yeah, you're right. That's what led to the to the Mike Zimmer firing – I think he was another guy too, though that was kind of like on the hot seat, kind of yeah. like Matt Nagy, where yeah. it was like, you know, if he don't do nothing spectacular, because I think even if he would have made the playoffs and he lost in, in the first round or something like that, he was yeah. gone. Bro. Yeah, he was he was out. Yeah. So it wasn't. I, I don't think. I think he really had to do something, maybe get to a championship game for them to give him yeah. maybe, you know, I don't know to keep him around or something. But yeah, he he was out of here, man. Um, so I, as far as last season. You know, I feel like the players were – they knew what it – I feel like the players knew what it was as far as with, with Mike Zimmer. They knew the talent they had, but at the same time, the play calling wasn't – I mean, it was it was good. You know, I felt like the offensive line has been better. Yeah. But I feel like the play calling was was okay at best, man. I feel yeah. like it could have been a little bit better. And, I, and, and going into my next point, going into this season, 2000 – I don't know if you want to – you want to touch on it first or you want me to – you want me to go as far as like what they? Well, because you already went. You as far as the the record, did you say your record yet? As far as what you? Nah, nah. But I, I just wanted to touch on the point. You was like, yeah, uh, you felt like they should have moved on from Kirk Cousins. I would, I would have thought after that, uh, Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer that they would have moved on from Kirk, but they gave him another extension. Uh, yeah. So that that was a shocking thing because they had one year left, and I remember mm-hmm. listening to another podcast, and they was talking about how. He was gonna cost them forty million if they didn't redo his deal coming into this year, and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I'm like, this team is kind of it's it's funny how teams are kind of in this division all kind of seem like they can just go into a rebuild in any like any portion, right? Right, right. Like, cause this team, like, cause a lot of a lot of talent left that defense. We still got like Kendricks, Harrison, and Hunter, but Hunter been like hurt for like the last few years. But Kendricks and and uh, Harrison's been good, but a lot of pieces mm-hmm. rounded, not as much. So it seemed like they could have rebuilt him and kind of possibly could have moved on from Kirk Cousins. Like, I don't get the the constant. But, but when you say that, though, see, this would <laughs> – I couldn't wait. I couldn't wait till yeah. you really get on Kirk Cousins. Because <laughs> you talked about the Vikings, but you didn't really talk. So if they move on from Kirk Cousins, where are they going to? They don't really start rebuilding, man. You know, drafted according to – but- but they can't rebuild around Kirk Cousins. What what QB? If you can name a QB right now, outside of the normal top 12, 13, where you got Kirk Cousins ranked? 15, 20? somewhere yep. around there. Right now, yeah. Okay, so who? So what QB would you replace right now? That's in the league that that, that, that or or just got drafted. It just got drafted. or Kirk. 
Yeah, that you could pick somebody, pick a QB that just got drafted. This is a bad QB class, but uh, Cody Pick, I mean, Cody Pickett, uh, Pickett, I would have took Pickett over. Uh, oh, stop, bro. No, I'm saying, I'm like, or uh, or like, okay, Wentz would have been a better. Well, that's that's Wentz over Kirk. Well, uh, okay, Ew, I'm, saying we, no. I'm saying if we rebuilding, I'm saying if we if we moving on, I'm saying if we moving on for him, is what I'm saying, right? Cause, right, because so because what I'm saying is right. We constantly let me see what you're saying, bro. <laughs> what, what is you saying? Because okay. <laughs> I'm okay. As we mentioned before, with Justin Fields, right, and we see other QBs right. around the league, right? Derek Carr, right. So, all right. Oh, wait, don't mention my QB because remember he he trash, bro. So no, no. So what I'm saying is right. I've seen Derek Carr get talent stripped around him. And he's like being able to bounce back and still like try to keep it competitive. Mm-hmm. People want to blame Carr, right? And then yeah, I've seen right. Kirk literally have talent around him since he's got to Minnesota and still not been able to deliver. And you like, but Kirk ain't that bad. I'm like, yeah, but he got all his talent around him. And you want to see him like, all right, give like, okay, Devontae Adams, great receiver, stuff like that. But would you rather have Devontae Adams and like all and like whoever? Or would you rather have Dalvin Cook, Justin Jefferson, and Adam Thielen, and possibly think uh, uh, Aaron Rodgers would have done more with that? Like, well, I mean, Aaron Rodgers. But wait, though, when you get to, I mean, what I'm hearing from you, you comparing you two different QBs. We comparing a Hall of Fame QB okay. to a QB Derek Carr. Okay. Not even top. Okay, Derek. Uh, Carr. Oh, who we talking about? Derek Carr, or Kirk Cousins. Well, well, I was talking about Kirk Cousins. Okay, and I'm saying like Kirk Cousins has two Pro Bowl wide receivers, a Pro Bowl running back. Uh, I was never a fan of Kyle Rudolph. That dude just caught touchdowns, but couldn't get no separation other other than that. So I'm saying this man has not, like, he hasn't shown up in big games. And then I keep hearing now, nah, but Kirk Cousins is a is a good quarterback, a really good. But I'm like, how far can you really get with Kirk Cousins? You surround him. With a great defense, you surrounded him with great talent. Stephon Diggs wanted out of there because Kirk Cousins wasn't a dude. Adam Thielen was getting into him, so I'm like, I feel like they old line, bro. But you gotta realize they old line just right? got and it right. The old line just got like better over the last two years. Yeah, I mean it just got to a point where it's like, okay, their old line is okay. respectable because at one moment it was like, oh, uh, their old line is shaky, and at that point he was still. Cause look at the sack numbers, bro. I mean, he was getting sacked more than, than I mean, he was up there and and getting sacked, bro. Over the last two, th- last year wasn't that bad, but the year before that, and the year before that, and the year before that, bro, he was getting sacked like crazy. That old line needed to be improved. Okay, and that and that's that's what they did. They improved the old yeah, line. Yep. Yeah. And then what's the excuse now? The defense not as good. I mean, the defense ain't as good. It's I mean, not, that's just not, fact. Yeah. But then the, the defense cousins a dude who can overcome a defense who not as they don't have a dominant defense they had a good defense but they start having injuries so then i'm like kirk cousins really ain't all right kirk cousins jimmy g like jimmy g gonna make that terrible pass kirk is better than jimmy g he is better than jimmy g yeah that's a fact but okay why do you think okay i just kirk i just feel like kirk cousins needs to have everything going right around him for you possibly to win a Super Bowl. But I feel like Kirk is right. never going to do that, though. 
at the same time, right? Like every why, 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 why do you say that though? Why do you? I mean, give me some points because I mean, we even even when you say a big game, he lost to Dallas on Sunday Night Football when Dak wasn't even playing. He lost. Okay, you know why? I mean, QBs. It it happens. It happens oh. with QBs. But I mean, look at the okay. So look at the game that he did. Look at his postseason games, right? Yeah. What is it, one and two? He was slinging. He was slinging the it. Niners, he was slinging the Niners. The game. Okay, so the game he lost, but the game they lost to back in was it 2019? They lost that game. The Niners defense, and for recent years, the defense has been solid, really good yeah. over the last. Delvin Cook didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Nobody did anything in the, in that loss. You know what I'm saying? I mean, that Niners. I think it was more about how good the Niners defense was, yeah. more so than what that offense was able to do for the Vikings. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the Vikings when they played. The Saints, he didn't choke. He didn't even choke versus the Niners. I just feel like he the defense was too good. I mean, he didn't throw a, a thousand. I think he threw. I think he threw one like one interception or something like that. The, the game versus the Saints, he played well. That was his biggest game. That was his biggest game. His yeah. Biggest game probably will be the Niners, and then before that, it would be the Saints. Those are his two biggest, biggest games, and he's yeah. one and one, bro. And but, that's with the that's with the Vikings, Commanders, Redskins at that point in time. I mean, come on, bro. We really. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I love sis, I love Brady, but they not, they, they, they not it, bro. They haven't been it. They got a lot of issues. They you know what I'm saying? And, and the so- Vikings at that point in time, bro. Yeah. Come on, man. You gotta what Kirk was able to do. I feel like you know he's he's been able to really take the talent that he has, yeah, especially that O line, and still be a real solid. I, and when I say solid, when you think of solid QB, you think of somebody that's maybe. I don't know, 18 to 20 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. That I don't think the Vikings really – I think my issues, honestly, to get beside the point a little bit, I think the, the Vikings, the def- I, I want to see what, what, what Kevin can do, O'Connor. Yeah. I want to see what he can really do mm-hmm. you know, as a head coach and, you know, as, as being a head coach. Yeah. You know, calling plays and all. Again, it's going back to kind of what it was when we talked about the Bears. Yeah. You know, it, the it's the Rams OC, but you ain't really calling players like that. Yeah, bro. I want to see. That's my only thing with them. Absolutely. But I mean, talent wise, and what, 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 what he has, if he could, I mean, if he, if he really, if he could really, you know, if he has a game plan in place, and the O line, O line, which is playing better, they got better weapons over there now. The defense, I'm still a little bit concerned about. But if they can really turn that part around, this team could be this. This team could really shock some people. I mean, I got them. Me personally, I got them at nine. They won eight last year. I got them at nine wins this year. So nine eight. So my question is: Do you think you can win a Super Bowl with Kirk Cousins? Yeah, you can. You yeah, can you can, bro. No. Look, look at the teams that look. Look, look at Trent Delford. Yeah. Look at Joe Flacco. Okay. Right. Kirk is better than both of them. Okay, Trent Dilfer had the best. One had the best defense. But my point, but you know why I'm saying that, bro? Yeah, I'm why? saying that to tell you that if a team is, if you could have, look, the GM, whoever, I mean, the whole team, if you build the right team around the QB, yeah. they could win Super Bowls, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. Well, the only thing that concerned me really with Vikings is the defense. Yeah. I, I, I want to see what they. I've loved their drafts over the last few years. Yeah. You know, like I said, I like Mike Zimmer. I just I just feel like he really couldn't get the offense going the way 
that everybody, especially Viking fans, yeah. expected him to. Kind of be too conservative at times to, to like let the air out and stuff. But you know, defensive mm-hmm. minded coach. But yeah. Right, bro. I mean, you know, but now they got an offensive-minded coach over there. Like I said, if he can call the plays, if he really, you know, is dialed in mm-hmm. and he really picked up a lot from because he came from the Sean McVay tree. Yeah. Am I right? He came from he came from that tree. Yeah. If he really picked up a lot from them, bro, and he, you know, I mean, like he really not because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta think it's not just calling plays. He's coaching the yeah, whole team. Got to see. Got to know what's going on defense, mm-hmm. offense, everything. And when you haven't been really in the trenches really calling plays like that and you got to run a whole team that's a whole yeah you know that's why i can't wait till we get to some of these other you know young uh young head coaches in the league but yeah yeah, bro that's my only hold back with them that and the defense but when you come but talent what when you talk about offense the offense line got better the qb i know we disagree here i like him i think he's a he's definitely a qb if you add Kirk Cousins to that Ravens team in the Super Bowl or Tampa Bay in the Super Bowl or whatever, a great defense, a good team that's around him with one weapon. Oh, they 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 killing but by more points. The all-time defenses, bro. That's why I'm like. I know, but I'm just saying I, I, my point. Okay, I get what you're saying. The defense is really good, but yeah. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that if you add a really good team, yeah. Period. To a to a solid QB, he don't gotta be top ten. We get so caught up in, oh, is he top ten? Is he top five? No, no, is he no, top? So no, what? He could be top I twenty. I don't get caught up in that mainly because, like, Kirk was an improvement over who was a the quarterback they had the year before, right? Who was uh uh I forget his name, but he had like the, he had the miracle the miracle where uh, Stephon Diggs. Caught the pass, but then the safety dipped his head and he ran into the end zone. Right. But they, right, they right, signed right. Kirk Cousins so he could be an upgraded quarterback, right? Because that mm-hmm. defense was so talented. They felt it was the perfect storm. And you brought Kirk Cousins in, be like, because we can't play that perfect again and just like kind of hope that we got to keep the lead, right? So I feel like you mm-hmm. bring Kirk Cousins in and then he really just ain't. But it don't happen that way, bro. It don't never happen that way in sports where you just, oh yeah, what well, we bring. It, I mean, because it's a whole, it's a road, the road to the Super Bowl. It's tough to win. Yeah, that's why I be killing me when people be saying, like, for example, when people be saying Aaron Rodgers only got one Super, one Super Bowl, bro. That's enough. <laughs> you know, that, that's hard to win. I'm you can't we, just. And they next. We're gonna get into that too, and we already. Yeah, we're gonna get into it. We're gonna so, get into it because it ain't easy to just win. I mean, you Eagle fan, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you ain't you ain't you know like so i'm just saying what i'm trying to say is yeah. as long as you've been an eagle fan you yeah. only seen them win once no i know and i'm and i'm and i'm not one of those people who knock aaron Rodgers for only have one we're gonna oh, okay him. yeah that's what i'm gonna say I'm bro saying, like i mean it ain't it's literally bro i've talked about the gm on the packers always drafting dbs every other year but ignoring the outside linebacker and middle linebacker position, you had yeah. Clay Matthews Jr. playing inside linebacker right, instead right. of just having to play outside linebacker and sign a middle linebacker and keep him at his best while moving my best pass rusher, even though we got Julius Peppers on the other side, inside. Nah, mm-hmm. Clay Matthews is going to give me 10 sacks just being an outside linebacker. Right. Sign a middle linebacker off the street. Clay, keep doing your thing. Julius, do your thing. Or I'm going to draft some outside linebackers. Instead of just keep drafting 
two, three DBs every other year and never mm-hmm. developing none of them. And then I'm like, bro, and then, like, oh, the Packers don't draft the wide receiver in the first round. Stop being arrogant. Get this man some weapons. You had Devontae <laughs> Adams, right? Okay, let's get some other wide receivers in there. But it seemed like Gutekunst specifically did never want to do that just to keep it saying, oh, we don't draft wide receivers in the first round. But then you drafted Valdez Scanlon. You dropped the other St. Brown, who the younger brother seemed like he better than, and you had Lazard. None of them dudes could step up in the playoffs when they needed them, when Rodgers needed somebody to step up. When him and when him and Adams chemistry just wasn't there, what usually happens in in key situations where I'm a keen on your best dude. If you ain't perfect, which I felt like if Aaron Rodgers had to do back in those days because the defense around him wasn't as good as he was on offense, Aaron Rodgers had to be perfect in every single game on every single drive. And if he messed up, whatever, then it would just get out of hand because the because to beat the Packers, I'm gonna just run on them. The Niners got right. the, the Niners got their ticket like bro we just gonna run it down a throat because the d-line and the middle linebacker inside linebacker positions is not physical enough to handle our running game and we're gonna keep rogers off the field time of possession we're gonna score he's gonna start making some plays try to make plays for interception like all that stuff like i i'm not one of those dudes like you see a great quarterback whose team around him just isn't built up and you see right you see kirk cousins right who you brought in to to just try to make a few plays. We like basically bust you in here for when it comes to the playoffs, I need you to make two or three throws, key key throws in key situations to get us over the top because we got this great team. And I just feel like he can't do that. But well, well, let's not get into stats. Because yeah. I could bring up a whole bunch of stats with 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 Kirk Cousins and the Vikings. I mean, I could bring I could bring that up. So I don't want to really I mean, because at the end of the day, yards, I get that. Like he Great right, answer, corp, QB right, but y'all looking at the big games. Yeah, I'm talking about big games. Everybody's looking at the big. That's what I'm saying, though. If you look at how he played, bro. Okay, so he 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 played well. The last time he was in the playoffs, he played well. Yeah, he played. He beat the Saints, and he went against the Niners defense that just was. I mean, they was buzz sawing. They was yeah. buzz sawing people, bro. Look at them. They would. They was. They would. Look, bro. That defense. He ran into a great defense and a great team. And then what I'm trying to say, since the defense has kind of fell off. And but look at my team. We got to look at it as a whole, bro. We got to look at it as a whole. We talk about NFL being – this is one thing about the NFL, bro. We You know this. Anybody that, that know – I mean, everybody knows. Even people that don't want to, you know, admit that they know. Yeah. Is, the NFL is king, bro. I mean, when it comes yeah. down to oh, yeah. sport in general, it's but I mean, when you, yeah, it's ultimate, ultimate team sport, bro. So I mean, you you got Mike Zimmer that that the offense he's not running the offense that need yeah. to he's not running the the offense that 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 need to be ran. I mean, you know, the offensive line is not playing well. I mean, all of that takes part. We can't just blame everything on Kirk Cousins. Like I said, even with me, I thought at one point I said, man, Kirk, because I, I said I think it was last year I said yeah. Kirk needs to. Maybe he needs to find a different home or something. You know, and maybe he needs to go to I'm with you on that standpoint. Like, maybe Kurt needs to find another home. Instead of just running in the back with him. And like, I feel like this team probably could have, like, all right. But who, though? That, that's what get me. Like, when you say they should go elsewhere, what QB right now that they can go and pick up? See, and, but, you but, said Kenny Pickett? But, but what, I'm you think, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying – Let's go get another QB to immediately make us contenders again. I'm thinking, like, we tried it with Kirk as much as we could. Our defense got old. 
some talent around him. We got some young. Like, we might have to just go young again. We might have to just rebuild. Like, we bring a new GM, new head coach. I'm saying, I'm saying that. I ain't saying, let's try to see if we can get a better QB. I'm like, now, maybe we, like, what Kirk Cousins, it ran his course is what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying more. Instead of, we're going to re-sign him uh, to another extension. And like how you said, it might have been time to move on. Like, I felt like it was time to move on. They got as much. They tried to go with Kirk to see if they can win a championship. It didn't happen. That's what I'm saying. It didn't happen. Yeah, but it, bro, but it's not. I don't know. I, I just feel like if you can't find a QB, like if you're not going out there like for Denver, exactly. Everybody know I hate Denver. Yeah. But I mean, you know, they know like if you go out and get, if it's not Aaron Rodgers or, yeah. or Russell Wilson or somebody yeah. like that, then who are you going to get right now that say, okay, yeah, they're, that, yep, that QB right there, he's better than Kirk Cousins. Since I, who we talking about, he's better than him. I mean, he can go out right now and lead them. Nobody. I mean, I'm talking about like right now and even during the offseason, bro. Like who can they really go out and, and make that trade money-wise, draft pick-wise, everything? I think who we can talking, they, And then player-wise, player has to want to go there too. No, you but know I, what, I think we talk, having two different conversations. I'm saying <laughs> they should have moved on and rebuilt after trading with Kirk Cousins or try to get in a Russell Wilson sweepstakes, which probably wouldn't happen. But I'm saying rebuild. What I'm saying. But okay, so okay, so rebuild. If you say saying, rebuild, yeah. So if you say rebuild, you say yeah. rebuild at that point. What 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 time are you talking about? What year? This year. What this year? So who did he get though? Let let's go off who that who was available. Let's go off who was available. Who, I mean, if I'm rebuilding, when you get Kenny Pickett, over but, over Kurt. What what I'm saying, I'm moving on to rebuild. I'm not keeping Kirk. I know, but I'm just saying they got a team right now that could win. You really they got a team. You, wait, hold on. So you you okay? But your whole your whole reasoning of why the Vikings cannot move to the next the the next level yeah. is because of Kirk, right? I mean, you we're talking QBs. We're talking strictly QBs. We're saying, I'm saying Kirk, the talent he had around him, and right. What what ha- the team that they had ran its course? The defense is not as dominant as it was when he first got there. We improved the old line, but the defense ain't there no more. And oh, it's, okay. it seemed like this team is not as close as we think it is. So with a clean sweep of the GM and the head coach, it might be time to rebuild. That's okay. So let, me, so let me ask you: you you think you think Kenny Pickett would have better numbers? Or a better record for the team over Kirk Cousins? That's not what I'm saying. Not if we rebuild it, no. Let me just ask you: if if, if Kirk come, now I'm not. I'm I'm talking about with the current team right now. Yeah. Say where you because we're talking about QBs right now. We're yeah. talking about right. We're talking yeah. about like if Kirk wasn't there and we yeah. rebuild this year. Yeah. You're talking about rebuild. I'm assuming you're talking about just with the QB. I mean, are you talking about like not signing some of the players they signed? I mean, what do we? What do we? I mean. I mean, because they didn't really sign the players that they got. They got the head coach. It's not like they signed a bunch of players. So, I mean, like the current team that they have. Yeah. Right. Offense, defense, everything that they currently have right now. Put Kenny Pickett there. You trust Kenny Pickett to win more games and have better stats than Kirk Cousins? That's not what I'm saying. I'm asking. No, because he's a rookie. He'll probably lose. Let's get he'll probably win less games, right? But we're gonna move on from Kirk, and our future is different now. 
But is it different in a bet? Is it different for the better? I don't think so. I would. I, what are we talking about? If you don't think it's better, if you don't think the future is better, no, I think the future is better. About? I think the okay. Instead of okay, instead of continuously trying to run it back with Kirk Cousins, thinking we gonna have right. a magical season, I think it's better to move on because we keep re-signing them. He keeps getting all his money, and we keep not going far. Right. And then also our defense got old, right? Okay. Then so it's like our defense got old. We improve our old line. Now our weapons is better. Like I'm saying, we're not the amount of money we keep giving Kirk. Like I think what you keep thinking is like, oh, I'm gonna move on. I'm just gonna replace him with anybody. That's not what I'm saying. No, I no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm going off of who you thought. You said Kenny. I'm going off him. Yeah. And if we go off Kenny Pickett right now, that's what I'm asking you. Do you think he would have? Do you think he would have a better season this year? You said no, no. and so I'm future thinking, okay, what future wise? You don't think future wise either. So I mean, <laughs> I'm betting on the future. I'm not just betting on this year though. So okay, so you think Kenny would be better than Kurt in the next few years if he was with the Vikings this year? Yeah, like if you think like, he was with this team, because we trade him. Well, no, because we trade him away, we get more picks. We are gonna build the defense back up. So and oh my God, bro. But I'm saying, like we've we've max. Okay, we've. Do you think they've maxed out what they can do with Kirk? We don't even know what Kenny could do, bro. And I'm. I, and look, out of the whole SSAW again, shout out to the page. I don't know if anybody was higher on Kenny than I was. Yeah. So deal. That's on. That he's a member. He's a still a fan. He's one of the. Yeah. I. Yeah. He's a first name that popped up. That's yeah. still a fan. He didn't really. I don't even think he wanted Kenny. Yeah. Kenny Pickett to me. It was the best QB coming out. Yeah. I don't think he's proven not even close to anything to say, oh, yeah, he's, you know, he's the next guy that I think could be the starter for the next five, ten years. No, he just was the best coming out this year. Well, you that, you, asked that, that's me, just, you asked me basically a QB this year. I'm just going off. Yeah, this year compared to Kirk Cousins. Okay, so this year, you say, I say this year. Yeah. You say, I'm looking more at the future. Yeah, so if we look more to the future, I mean, I, I just don't see. Okay, so if we look more to the future, we say, okay, let's look. Do you think Kenny? And and I just don't see how you see that because although and and, and that's why I'm giving credit to Kenny Pickett because I think he was good in college, yeah. but I don't think he was that good. I don't think he was an Andrew Luck where it was like, oh yeah, you know, he's gonna come in and start right away, and I think he's got a future for the next five, ten years as a starter. I don't see that. Okay. I see somebody that has the highest potential yeah. than any of the QBs that came out. Yeah. That that's how I see it. I but I can't guarantee you like, oh yeah, he come in, you put the right team around him. I can't guarantee not versus Kirk Cousins. Yeah. Not versus Kirk Cousins. But but I've seen talent put around Kirk Cousins. And I've seen defense like put around him as well. And we right. couldn't get that far. So what I'm saying, it's a clean sweep. We starting over. Let's get rid of the QB because you okay. You just said they might need it, wanted to move on from Kirk Cousins. Why do you think they should have moved on? I thought Kirk should have moved on, okay. not the other way around. I, I just want to make that. When I mentioned it last year, I felt like that that whole marriage between Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, I just felt like maybe he needed a new home. I, I felt almost – I felt that really with Derek Carr for a certain point too. Yeah. Because Definitely. they're both talented. Yeah. But the organization, just where it's going, it just – it's not – it, it you know, changing head coaches, changing yeah. play callers, changing weapons, changing 
the, you know, offensive line ain't good, you know, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. That's how I was feeling. But it wasn't, it never was, Kirk Cousins wasn't a good QB or, you know, he needs to go or the Vikings need to get rid of him because they need No, I never felt that way. I felt like Kirk is good enough. I felt like, matter of fact, Washington was dumb, you know, to not really work it out with him. He played them. He got the money that he got. I think that as well. With with the Washington thing, I think that as well. Yeah, it it just, it goes both ways. They let him, he played them, he got the money. And he moved on. Yeah. It is what it is. But I I feel like right now, Washington could benefit from Kirk Cousins. We talked we talked about this in the chat. I, I said, Brandon, y'all shouldn't have moved on from, from Kirk Cousins. She's like, yes, we should have. But she talked about how trash the organization was is the reason why. Yeah, bro. It, I mean. And I'm saying, I'm, but I'm with you, though. I'm saying they should have moved on from Kirk. And you saying organization-wise. And I'm like, all right. No, I'm saying. Well, you, you, okay. So it's two different things. You're think you're saying the organization should have moved on from Kirk. Yeah, yeah. You're saying that now. Yeah. I said last year, not now, but last year, I said Kirk needs a new home. I feel like he maybe needs to leave the Vikings because it's just not working over there for whatever reason it is. I didn't think they was going. We knew Mike Zimmer. In a in a sense, we knew Mike Zimmer was going to okay. He's on his he's on the hot seat, mm-hmm. but we didn't know for sure like if he was going to get fired or what because yeah. he was a good head. I thought he was a good head coach. It just offensively, it was you know it just didn't pan out that way. But my point of saying all of that is that Kirk cousin I felt like Kirk was more so should have should have left. It's something mm-hmm. I mean obviously he can't just leave, but I'm saying like. It 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 just that whole marriage wasn't working, not because he wasn't good enough to do the job. You're saying it like he's not good enough. They need to rebuild. And I and I feel like, okay, I'm okay with that. Yeah. I am. Like I just said with Denver. Yeah. I'm okay with you rebuilding. If Drew Locke and Trevor Simeon and all these other whack QBs y'all got, yeah. if they not playing well, who else can we go? Oh, we can get Russell. Hell. Yeah. Shit, let's do it then. Yeah. <laughs> we, we can get Russ. Let's 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 do it. Who could the Vikings and you tell me Kenny Pickett? Nah, bro. No, but you saying you focusing on because you said which QB this year. And I'm like, I'm, well, not, I mean, I'm just I'm, saying, okay, last year. Huh? What what last year? Any realistic well, options? I remember, I remember like, Sean was like, Sean, well, the GM Rick Spillman said if Justin Fields would have fell to them and the Bears in uh, moving front, they would have drafted him. I wouldn't have. I, not over Kirk. I, I keep Kirk. So, over Justin Fields, too. Okay. I do. But I, I like Justin but Fields. But that's the GM already saying. I'm like, not that. Well, okay. But that's the GM saying, like, it might have been, like, time to move on. You know, like you say, or okay. Kirk might need to get up out of there. Because it's Maybe, like, because, yeah. like, Kirk was counting, was going to count. The reason why they re-signed Kirk, right? Right. He was going to count, I think, 40, 48 million against the against the cap. Now, like, that's how much you paying, like, against the cap. Like, that would have all, so that he was last year's deal, 40 million against the cap, like a huge cap charge of 40, 40 million. So they re-signed him, gave him an extension. It's kind of like, I mean, but yeah, but where are we going with this, you know? Like like you right. said, Kirk should have moved on. And like, like, okay, if Kirk move on, then we rebuild him all, right? So I'm saying because Kirk should have moved on, the Vikings not going nowhere, 
I was saying that more so because it just something wasn't clicking, though. It wasn't that Kirk is not a good QB. And You're I'm saying it like he's not good enough to win. I think he's good enough to win there. I just didn't know what it was. I don't know if it's if it's Mike Zimmer. If it is it because of play calling? Yeah. Is it this or that? That's how I feel. That's how I felt well, at well, we like, could, one point. We can agree that some ain't working there, right? That's all. Yeah, we can. But your point is, your <laughs> point is, Kirk is not good enough. But then also, I'm just saying it ain't working. Something. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let Let's admit. Yeah. Do, do you think Kirk is good enough? Yes or no? No. I've always felt like he was good enough there. Okay. So, so that's where we that that's where it's different. At I feel like Kirk is good enough there. I just feel like it's it's so much. I, when you got a good, you got a good head coach there. Yeah. You got a good QB there. Yeah. He's a defensive coordinator. The defense not really working. The offense line not working. It hasn't been working. Yeah, you got so many different things work. You know, so many different things not working. What is what is the issue? Because I feel like this guy is still good. Yeah, but he's not working over here. So maybe he needs to go elsewhere. Mm-hmm. That's how I'm looking at it. You're looking at it like this guy's not good enough. Y'all need to go somewhere else. Y'all need to rebuild. And I don't. I don't see. I don't mm-hmm. see that. I don't see he's not good enough. I feel like he's good enough to. Especially if you put the pieces around him, he's good enough to get the team to the playoffs. And after that, anything can happen. Anything People always can happen. say that, but it really, don't, anything don't be happening, though. Well, look, he, hey, with first first playoff game with the Vikings, he won. It will. It will. He <laughs> he surprised me. No lie, he surprised me. And then he just ran into a buzz all. Buzz off, buzz defense, off. bro. We can't oh, act like the Niners wasn't good. I mean, they would. No, I'm not, but bro, I'm not disagreeing with you that. Okay, I'm, I'm saying he All went right. into a buzz saw in the 49ers, and damn, they lost. I got okay. you. Okay. And since then, but is that all on Kirk? Wait, let me ask you. Is that all on Kirk? No, not 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 as dominant as not the point. But I'm saying, I right, since then, the team we gotta all we gotta add everything. I said okay. we. I'm saying we haven't been able to get back, and our defense has regressed. Our offense, like you said, it's just not working. And to have a QB carrying a $40 million cap hit, and then we give him an extension, and it's st- we're still not going to be there. And like how you said, he should have moved on. Like We both agree we should have moved on. They should have moved on, but for two different reasons. Yeah, right. The reasons is totally different, bro. So don't time my reason. Hey, wait, hold on. No, no, don't time my reason in with yours. I was trying to say we agree on the fact that they should have moved no. on. The reason Look. why is different. I'm just saying we agree on that on that thing. We come to agree, then we start talking about why they should move on. And they be like, yeah, I ain't on his side. But I agree, we sh- they should. somebody should move on. And I'm At like, one okay. point, look, last year, I was – you got you to gotta look at it this way. I was high on the Vikings. Yep. I was really – I thought that they was going to go to the NFC Championship game, not last, the year before. I was the only one, I think, on Cover Zero that felt that way. Yep. So, I've been high on them. It's yep. not, you know, I I like the coaching staff over there. I like Kirk Cousins. Look, I like them. So, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't, that ain't. I was like, I think they can run it back. Anthony Harris still balling out. Harrison Smith. And everything was still, Kendall Hunter. Like, before, like, yeah. Yeah, bro. And so it didn't it didn't work that way. Yeah. And then they started to kind of like let players go. They started exactly. to like rebuild. Yeah. So it was like maybe Kirk is not the fit here anymore. Maybe he needs to go elsewhere, not because he's not good enough, 
but because something is not clicking. And when I say not clicking, I mean maybe he don't see eye to eye to head coach. Hey, maybe the offense is not ran because there's a lot of different times in the, in those games where the offense was not ran the way it should have been ran. Yeah, in my opinion, it just it was wasn't. ran through Dalvin Cook and not uh, Kirk Cousins, right? It just wasn't. Yeah, well, that and then the, I mean, just a lot. Like, they didn't invest in the old line the way they should have at that point. It was just a they wasn't picking the right players at one point. I feel like now I feel like the Vikings draft as far as Draft and free agency has been a lot better than it's been in yeah, the past. Yeah, I feel yeah, like over the last, yeah, yeah, it's been better. But I'd say all that to say, Kurt Cousins, it's not that he's not good enough, and that's where we disagree. I just want to make that clear. That's just where we disagree. We disagree that Kurt Cousins. I feel like he's good enough to win. Yeah, you feel like he's not, and and and. That's just where we're at with it. I think the only reason why they don't win this year is because they got a new head coach, new coaching staff. Rodgers is still in the division. You know, Rodgers is still in the division. I'm expecting Justin Fields to get a little better, but they didn't improve to the point where they really help him out to a a drastic extent. They got a new head coaching over there as well. So, I mean, it's a lot of things that work in Green Bay's favor. Yeah. So that's why I, I, I give them that, you know, but. Yeah, the Vikings, though, they're right there. And if they win 10, 10, you know, 10 games, then I'm not surprised. I ain't surprised at all if they win 10 games. You know, I ain't, I ain't surprised. But I, I just don't think there's no Q- – when we talk about QBs over the last couple of years here yeah. that came out of the draft or somebody that they were really able to go get. Because if you tell me right now, hey, remember that time when Russ was about to go to the Vikings and they – oh, yeah, no, there wasn't a time. But if that was the case – yeah. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah, but you take Russell, you take Russell over or Cousins any day, twice on Sunday. Yeah, but you that was Derek that Carr, was never the Derek case, Carr, bro. Kirk Cousins? You said what? You take Derek Carr over Kirk Cousins? I'm just saying, like if they was moving yeah, on. Yeah, like, I take Carr over. I take yeah. Carr so over and then would you take Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins? Who? Deshaun Watson over Kirk Cousins? No. You would no, take Deshaun over Kirk? No. Is, is it because he's he got too suspended? much going on? He got too much well, going well, on. Bro. I'm saying, I'm saying, if he wasn't going to get oh suspended. outside, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm saying, and those are the few QBs who was on the move. Besides, that, yeah, but there was no, but there was never no talk. There was Carr for one. Come on, man. You know I got. You know I, I got know, connections. I know. Right? know. So Carr was never. I know, but you asked me what I'm saying right now. I'm saying no. I asked you what QB. Yeah. You say Carr, that was never one. That's number one. So that's out. But I'm the saying, other one is the Wilson, Wilson, that was never talks either. But I'm just I'm picking QB. No, I said Russ, I, I said I said Russell yeah. Wilson to yeah. tie in, to yeah. tie in to the whole yeah, you know, what's going on. I, I just I got, use you. That I, got you. I got you. Yeah. I got where we go. I got where we going. I got where we going. I got that. And then like you said, Kirk should have moved on. I felt Kirk should have I felt the team should have moved on. So we agree a movement should have been had. Of you sports. agree different though, bro. So let, let's just make it. Hey, say you like, hold on, hold on, hold on. You can't. Hey, you can't tie it into what we saying though. I, I'm tying. I'm saying. I'm saying two years ago or a year and a half ago. Yeah. They the 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 Kurt should have moved on because the organization just was going in the different direction. It wasn't because Kirk wasn't good enough. And- you you feel like. The, the QB's not good enough. It's different. It's different, bro. It's different. I get it. It's, it's different. different. And you you felt this way a year ago. I felt this I, way this year. Where? Man, bro. No, 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 no. But what, what, but what we're saying, 
you've had that I but okay, I get it. You believe in Kirk. I don't believe in Kirk. I don't believe this team can really compete for a Super Bowl. Why not though? I I, I mean, I guess we we're too long into the Vikings. Yeah. We're too long into them. But honestly, bro, going back to your your th- th- that first question you asked me with with Carr and Russ and all of them, man, yeah, I will take them over Kirk for sure. Yeah. But those QBs were never mentioned to go to the Vikings. And I got like you. never. You would have to go on Google. You would have to Google Russell Wilson going to the Vikings. And then somebody, you know, you find an article somewhere down the line, somebody that's trying to become a yeah. some type of author or something yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah yeah, 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 I can see it happen. That's the only way. Yeah, Nobody yeah. was really talking about that. Yeah. Nobody, nobody, and for sure, Carr, I know that for a fact. Yeah. And with Russ, I didn't hear that nowhere. So that wasn't happening. I've always heard the, the main QBs we've heard over the last few years, mainly Aaron Rodgers and Russ. Yeah. Those are the two QBs. Two yep. You know what I'm saying? Aaron Rodgers to Denver. Russ to, I mean, I've heard a few different teams. I heard the Raiders. I heard our team. Raiders. I've heard, yeah. you know, uh, a lot of different teams. I've Rock. never heard the Vikings. Yeah. Never. Yeah. Yeah. So I never so when I think about the Vikings and I think about QB options, Kirk is their best option. And because they still have enough talent and now they got Justin there, Kirk is the best option. Straight up, bro. <laughs> Straight up. Will they, hey, so, Will they go anywhere though? What do you mean? I no, I got them at nine wins. Okay. Where do you got where do you got them? I got them at nine. You know why though? You know why? I got them at nine wins because of the coaching. It's not because they're not the defense. I'm concerned about. Bro, me too. O line has got better. O line's got yeah. better. The deep, the corners they don't have the same corners like they used to have. So it's like a young. They got Lewis Seen coming in. They got another corner of Clemson. He looked. He was looking promising. Um. So we and then you got like okay, cool. So it's like all right, Lord, they're rebuilding. It. Andrew Booth is a, is the corner. And Clemson, right, right. But mm-hmm. well, they're going to a three-four. So I, I'm wondering, will will Kendall Hunt or Kendall Hunter will he uh be able to bounce back and be healthy this year, be the dominant force? But then also he switches to a three-four scheme. They got um the other Smith brother from Green Bay to come over, Zadarius Smith, and when right. healthy, you guarantee 13 sacks. I feel like he's he was better than Preston Smith, and Green Bay will regret resigning Preston Smith over Zadarius Smith. And which is the next team? Uh, so I'm looking at that. I'm looking at the switch of the three to the three four. How that's gonna fit? And I really it's because the defense they won't make it far. But also it's kind of they trying to not re, they trying to retool and not rebuild. You know, like that defense. And you gotta right. see how it works. So because of the defense, and I feel like they're kind of trying to go young. But yeah, because of Kirk, bro. Don't just be one hundred, bro. You don't think because I mean it's because of the defense that you don't think Kirk would ever leave him anywhere. It is what it is. I don't think Kirk. I don't think Kirk is an issue. I, I think I think it's because they got a new coaching staff over there, and Aaron Rodgers is still in the division. Period. I wouldn't be surprised if this team made the made the playoffs though, because the NFC has gotten weaker. It ain't gotten weaker, and everybody to the AFC. That's why. <laughs> yeah, everybody. Yeah, exactly. Everybody, in the AFC. Exactly. <laughs> everybody came to the AFC. Yeah, and the NFC North. In particular, they're not that good. You know, the Lions were not expecting them to do anything. Chicago nope. were not expecting them. Nope. The Vikings is a solid team. It's just they still got Green Bay there. Yep. They still got Aaron Rodgers there, you know, and and 
you know, they got a new coaching staff. And yeah. that's just what, you know, I, I want to see. And when I say new, I don't mean new like they've never coached at this organization before. It's Kevin o, it's that's Kevin one o. thing. We gotta figure out they've never been a head coach. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. They've never been a head coach before. Yeah. So. And we know who get... wasn't calling plays. We know Sean McVay was calling exactly. plays. So exactly. Exactly. Stuff, you know. Exactly. So exactly. it's 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 all that. I get you. I, I get you. So and that's why I'm just right. We can agree to disagree on why, <laughs> who somebody should move on, you know, and 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 I'm just saying, I'm I'm just saying that, you know, if I ain't competing, okay, all right, let's say this, right? This is what I'm saying. Okay. If they go, if they might go. Let's say they go. What is it? Is it nine and eight and make it to the playoffs, right? Do they keep? Mm. You think they keep getting better, or are they gonna stay like? At some point, you got to get better. And just well, it just depends. I mean, we got to see how it goes. Like, for yeah. example, <clears throat> if they go, if they go nine and they go nine and eight, which yeah. is what I'm predicting, if they go nine and eight, and that offense looks really good, and the defense looks weak, and they need to improve on the defense. Yeah. You know, um, whether it's talent or coaching, whatever it is, they're not going to get rid of the defense coordinator first year. Yeah. But you know, maybe they, you know, they get more players that fits his scheme. Yeah, you know they go that way. So I think it all depends on what they do this year. But I, I'm be honest with you, if look, you know everybody want their team to make the playoffs the first year and all of that. If Kevin, who's never been a head coach ever in his life, mm-hmm. and somebody that's never really you know called plays like that gets to nine wins, mm-hmm. that's impressive. Regardless if the NFC is North is weak or the whole NFC is weak, that's pretty impressive for your first head coaching get to get to nine wins. So now you know you you probably know exactly what you need to do, you know, as far as the, the talent you need to add, and then you go and do it. So I think we we have to see. I think we have to see. I think we have to see. I, I can't really I tell you what though, if they go nine and if they, if they go nine and eight, it won't it won't be because of Kurt. I tell you that. I don't know how you feel, but it won't be. I tell you what, it won't be because of Kurt. I'm just saying, bro, if he over here lose to another backup quarterback, bro, I'm going to have something to say, bro. I'm going to come on here, and I'm like, hey, what's up with you? I wish man? you made bets, bro, because I love making bets. I wish, I wish you was yeah, one to really make, like, bets for real. Yeah, I, don't, I don't be betting, bro. I, don't I get betting. it. I feel you, though. I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. Right. That's not what I just But, said. yeah, man, yeah. because Kurt, I and I'm not like, a, like I said, I got him between that 14, 15 range. So, it's not like I got him as a top five QB. I just think he's good enough. You put just like Carr, you put the right pieces around him. You put, I mean, I'm talking about like weapons. I'm talking about coaching. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about con- being consistent. So all of that. Let me ask you this: Do you think Zimmer underachieved once he got Kirk Cousins? That's a great question. That's a great question. I'm gonna say yeah, bro. Okay. I'm gonna say yeah because he had talent on defense. Yeah. So, I mean, normally it's one of those situations where you got all this talent on defense. Mm-hmm. Then the offense is just like you got the Trent Dilfords and you got these yeah. QBs that's not that good. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, I, I would have to say, because he had one. I think Kirk, we talked about this already. Yeah. Kirk is better than those guys that's yeah, one. exactly. You know, I think he's better than Nick Foles. He's better than Nick Foles too, bro. Like, congrats on y'all to win. But I, I think, I think, hey, look, I tell you, if Kirk, was y'all QB? We y'all probably would have won by a landslide for real, for real. No, I don't think so. Oh, I think so. 
I, I think, think so. I think Kirk Kirk is better than Nick, bro. I, uh, yeah, but I think what I know y'all got a special had. place in y'all heart for Nick Foles and all of that, but Kirk is better than Nick Foles. No, 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 no. No, I, I get that. I'm thinking, you know how teams just get hot at the right moment? Right. I think that's, that's what happened. The coach yeah. have, yeah. he got hot at the right I think. So I'm saying, I think, I don't know if you can recapture, like, that hot. You know how team, when teams get hot, I don't know if you can recapture that. And we found out you couldn't with Nick Foles. So I'm saying, I don't know if Kirk could have, that same thing could have happened with Kirk because I just haven't seen it. So that's, so that's. Yeah, yeah. But he's not putting that position, bro. He's been with my and I like Mike Zimmer. I like Mike Zimmer. I, but he's not. He's not Doug. P. He's not him or Frank, who yeah. you like a lot, yeah. right? He's yeah. not. He's not. He hasn't been with none of those guys. True. Two offensive-minded guys, bro. He hasn't been with none of them. True. He's been with defensive guys, and then he was with Washington. <laughs> so so whatever he, you. Want. All right. So all right. Jay Groot. I mean, just the whole. I, I know he's offense, but I'm just yeah. saying, bro, like that whole organization. You know, now he's with Kevin, and I know it, it, we're going to see. We're going to see what happens. Yeah, I mean, you know, we'll see. It won't be a fair – it almost feels like well, – well, like I said, we'll see because he's a first-time head coach, a real true first-time head uh, yeah. a play caller like that. You know, and we got Kirk Cousins, somebody that some people like you and, and others, it's not just you. It's not just you. It's others too that feel Kirk is just not. He's not the guy. So yeah. let's just make that. I I do want to make that clear. It's not just. It's other people that feel the same way. So I mean, it that there will be that type of talk. Oh, is yeah. it Kirk or is it Kevin or is it? Yeah. And they'll get. I I think at that point they'll probably get rid of Kirk. Yeah. At that point, they probably will. Yeah. So, you know, again, though, I just look at it like this: Who who are you gonna go get? That that's that be my thing right there. When people get to talking about all this, oh yeah, you know, yeah, get rid of this guy and go get go go get who? Oh, he's better than him. Oh no, we're gonna rebuild and we're gonna gonna what? Is I mean, is, is he supposed to be? I mean, did you watch him in college? Who, that's Kirk? what I'm saying, bro. No, I'm just saying in general. Oh I'm just yeah, speaking in oh, general, okay, yeah. like when so, people get to saying yeah. get well, rid of. And I ain't just saying you. I'm saying just in general. When people be saying that, what is your plan? Denver, like, for again, I hate Denver. When you look at their plan, yeah. oh, well, our QBs we drafted is not good enough. Well, let's go get – we did it with Peyton Manning. Let's go get Russ. Yeah. Well, hell, okay, let's go get him. True. Shit, that works. Yeah. But when you say, you know, let's get rid of Trevor Simeon and go get – you know, I, I don't know. I, another sorry QB, then yeah. what are we talking about here? You're not really going. Rid, there's no plan. Or or let's let's get rid of this QB and instead of taking a trade up for Sam Dartle or drafting Josh Allen, uh, Josh Allen, we we select uh, Bradley Chubb. You know, because they just yeah. had, they wasn't hitting on QBs at the time. Yeah. So yeah, or like I mean, like I look at certain like remember. Uh, the Bengals never moved on for Andy Dole. Now they got uh, Burrow. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you know, like when I, I look at stuff like that. Remember, like when the Andy, when the <laughs> Bengals had all that talent around Andy and he couldn't, you know, do it. And like he at the time he was probably like 15th in the league at that point when they Andy, had all that who we who we are you talking about Dalton? Yeah, Dalton. Yeah, 
Yeah, but they had a good team, bro. I mean, they had a defense respectable. That, that's what I'm, and that's what I'm saying. Like in in, they never got it done. That, but why do that though? But why go to a weaker like? <laughs> why go to a weaker QB though? Like like that's just if you're saying, well, the team is really good. We can get this QB. He's not as good as this guy, but I mean, he's I mean, but, but he's what? If if this no. guy right here that's not as good can do the job, this guy that's better could definitely do the job. All right, look like this, <laughs> like this, right, like this. The Rams, Jared Goff got us to the Super Bowl, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sean McVay was like, all right, he ain't good enough. We gave up two firsts and got Matthew Stafford. But if they didn't do that, they was already thinking we might need to go somewhere else because he wasn't that dude. And, you know, after a while, you might think, like, is he really that dude? You know, mm-hmm. with Zimmer, he a defensive coach, right? Right. Well, you got an offensive-minded coach, you'd be like, man, I don't, you know. Like, look at look at uh, uh, Kyle Shanahan with the Niners. Jimmy G got us to the Super Bowl. Couldn't make that throw to, uh, what's his name, going up the, going up the middle of the field. Then he... He how he played it, so they had to. He just wasn't that guy. That's what I'm saying, you know. But I guess it's different. Yeah, but money coach. But I'm saying eventually they be like, all right, I don't think you know. It's either the Q. Well, that's what I said. But see, huh? But see that that's a great. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'll let you finish. Go ahead. I was saying it's either at one point it either becomes the QB goes or the coach. Right. Usually, usually it's the coach. Right. But if you got like a great, especially if he's defensive minded, but if you got a great offensive coach. It's like, yeah, I can't move on with this guy, you know? So, right. and that's what I'm saying. Like, teams after a while, like, you know, we can't get it done with this dude. This dude ain't that, you know, which, yeah, like. The, the, Kirk the, hasn't the, had that with Minnesota. He hasn't had that offensive-minded yeah, guy. And, and I'm that's saying, I guess, I guess I'm saying if it's an offensive-minded coach mm-hmm. and the QB ain't getting it done, it's easier for the organization to move on because the, we believe, oh, this play caller ain't doing it. I guarantee you, but I I, I disagree because I guarantee you this. I already said it. If this doesn't work, it will be Kirk that goes over Kevin. That's what I think. Unless Kevin is just that bad. If he is that bad where he just – if he's that bad, bro, and he's not, you know, I mean, like like they win like three games or some five games next year or something like that, and he's just not calling the right plays and he's he's unsure what he's doing, he's – He's giving the play calling away, and he's taking the play calling away. You know, take taking it back and all of that. What Matt Nagy, he will be gone. But well, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, and, I'm, I'm saying oh, – my bad. Keep, okay. going, keep going. No, I was just going to say, I, I think that would have to happen for the head coach to be gone. If they end up with a 9 and – you know, a, a 9 and 8 season eight. in the next year, another 9 and 8 season or something like that, Kirk will be yeah. gone before the head coach. That's what yeah. I think. Because also, it's impressive for one for Kevin to even win that many games. Mm-hmm. And yeah. again, we just gotta see. It's hard for me to really break yeah. down on what's gonna happen, but I think over time, mm-hmm. people will look at it like, okay, he had the defensive guy. Mm-hmm. He played well, it wasn't good enough. People blame the O line, people blame the play calling. Now mm-hmm. I give him a good OC. He comes yeah. in, yeah. win nine games, not uh, predicting, at least me, Nine games, he win nine games, and he wins eight or nine the next year or ten or whatever or whatever it is. They don't make it. They will lose it. Then they, I could see them going a different direction, and I could understand that. Yeah. But Kirk hasn't had that yet. So, yeah. so to say that, again, going back to my point, is just say, you know, he's not the guy or whatever. It's just it's unfair to his, to his point. And to go back to Jimmy G and Kyle and all of that, bro, 
like like we just talked about, Jimmy couldn't make those those plays. And and for example, CJ, my dog, SSAW, you know what I'm saying? The the biggest Niner fan I well, one of the biggest Niner fans I know. Yeah. He already was done with he's been talking about Jimmy G. Yeah. How he needs to be out. He's predicting. I mean, he knows. I mean, he don't got predicted. He, he's gone. We know that, right? Yeah. Off his word alone, right? He just said recently that if Kyle doesn't get it done with Trey Lance, yep. Yep. who's gone? Yeah, Kyle's Kyle. gone. That's what he's Kyle. thinking. He's expecting Kyle. That's what I'm saying. Same thing with it's vice versa because it will be the QB that's gone, but it's because the QB's been longer than he's been there longer than the head coach. In this case, right here for the 49ers, the Kyle Shanahan's been here longer. So it's like you don't get it done with Jimmy G. Okay, we blame Jimmy G. Yeah. Now you don't get it done with Trey Lance. Okay, now we're blaming you. Well, over here, it's it's the same thing, but just turned around. You didn't get it done with Mike Zimmer, we blamed him. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get it done with Kevin, we blame you. So it's well, yeah. I, so I get your I yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree with yeah. you. I, I already agree. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm just, gone. Exactly. Cause I'm saying, you know, like what I was saying, usually when it comes down to it's usually the head coach or the QB that goes. The head coach already left. Now we brought in the person who's supposed to help the QB. That's why I'm saying if it doesn't get like you just mentioned, if it doesn't get done with Kevin O'Connell, Kirk's gone. But yeah. Right. So yeah. Right. Right. No, we we agree. We agree. We agree there for sure. Man, that was a good little argument, man. That was a good, <laughs> that was a good debate. That was a good debate right there, man. I, you know, that was a good one. I, I just, I don't know. I we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But on to the next team, man. NFC North. We're still on it, man. Even if you got lost somewhere we're at, we're still on the NFC North. Green Bay Packers. Yeah. The next team, man. The team that yeah. that that finished first. What do you see them doing? I mean, what do you feel like they did last year? They had a great season, obviously. So you can touch on that, um, and then go into you know how they did or and yeah how they did in the offseason. I mean, you know the um, you know uh, started off with the immunized comment, uh, lost a few guys to uh, COVID. Uh, Aaron Rodgers not being vaccinated, um, uh, but they were able to get through that. And honestly, I feel like Aaron wasn't um like he won the MVP for the second straight year but it took a while for him to you know it was it was really down to the wire with him and Tom Brady really coming through and like he started playing well after like this towards like the second half after recovering from getting COVID um right. his team got a uh great play caller uh but also Aaron's great when like you know going to Devontae Adams uh number, best receiver in the league um uh Aaron Jones is dope. Um, they the Rasul Douglas addition helped them when um, jo- uh, Jordan's guy went down. Uh, the guy Louisville, I forget his name. Um, the corner that was uh, oh, Jared. Yeah, Jared. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 right there. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they were able to get to all the way up to uh, was it the divisional round? The divisional round in the playoffs. And then um you know uh it's the same it was the same thing again man they ran to the Niners and the Niners they played a great style of defense ran the ball that blocked punt returned for a touchdown got them back in the game because before that it was only like seven 
seven to nothing or ten to nothing. And Aaron Rodgers doesn't trust other receivers who wasn't named Devontae Adams. That's why I felt like he wanted help before. That's why he was having to hold out all the drama last year because it seemed like Gouda Cunts and him didn't get along. The head coach loved Aaron Rodgers. Uh, they wanted to move on for Jordan Love. Rodgers didn't like that move. And he just really wanted more talent around him. I remember last year when he came in the press conference, he was like, yo, you got a great quarterback. Use me to bring in people. Y'all don't ever bring in nobody. Y'all say you want to build through the draft. But, hey, we, like, we right there on the cusp of going to another Super Bowl. I ain't been to another Super Bowl since the one I won. I've been to the AFC Championship a few times. And then they still didn't address him. They got a great corner uh, last year who actually, I thought he was overdrafted, but he was super solid. He was better than I thought he was going to be. Um, and then this year, they didn't they didn't, um, they didn't draft another uh, receiver in the first round, but they drafted one in the uh, second pick of the first round. So it's more the same, but this time uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't have a Devontae Adams. I honestly think they're going to fall back to the pack zone because of the lack of go-to wide receivers and Aaron Rodgers to find like a new guy to build that chemistry with. But it's more of the same and it's just more of the same with the Packers. Super talented team. They get Aaron Rodgers super great quarterback. They get to a certain point but they don't win because lack of weapons at key position or lack of players at key position. And it was on offense because Aaron Rodgers kept going to Devontae even though he was doubled because that's his dude and he don't trust none of these other receivers because either they hurt or he just don't have any faith in them. You know? Right, right. Right. No, I agree. I agree with you, man. I think the players that they lost is definitely a, a big, a, you know, the big reason why Green Bay won't be the same team. I mean, obviously, when you lose the number one wide receiver, at least he was last year. I'm expecting him to be this year as a Raider fan. We'll yeah. we'll see what happens. Obviously, different team, different everything, you know, so we'll see how that goes. But at this point in time, he's definitely better than what they got over yeah. there. I like some of the pieces that they added, though. Um you know, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Watkins, you know, that's somebody who I liked a lot. I, I just, you know, he, he had just, you know, just hadn't been consistent. I think injuries has really, you yeah. know, really hurt him, his career and everything. Put back in the day, yeah. Yeah, bro. It just, you know, and I liked him a lot, you know. Mm -hmm. There was a post on SSAW about who, who people thought was the biggest driver. And it's not so much, I thought, I mean, if you, you really name players, I could say, oh yeah, that player, that player is over him or whatever. But just at that point in time, yeah. me personally, that's somebody who I was really high on. I yeah. thought he was gonna be a super stud, you know, and just injuries really over over over, you know, just overtook his career. But let's see what happens. You know, he's with the best QB in the league and we'll see what happens. And then this guy right here, I mean, he's not a big known guy, Keyshawn Nixon. He came from the Raiders, but the last guy. Green Bay added from the Raiders, Rasul Douglas played well. So it just makes me think, like, because they're adding play, they they see something maybe our coaching staff don't see. And they're they're adding them to the yeah. team. They're playing well. It just makes me feel like, okay, maybe, maybe they know something we don't. So I don't know. That could be an underrated pickup right there. Outside of the ads from free agency, that that's you know, there's some other players they added as well. But I mean, those are the ones that stood out to me. And then when you look at their draft. You know, they added some good players. Obviously, I really like the player that they added in Devontae Wyatt. I'm going to go there first. I just thought that was a good pickup. I know he had some off-field issues. But, man, I, I, I think 
he could possibly be the best defensive lineman coming out this year. You know, if it wasn't for that offensive, if it wasn't for the off-field issues, he would have went a lot earlier than he did. You know, Quay Walker, who they got out of Georgia, I thought that was a solid pickup as well. Yeah. I wasn't as high on him as others, but I, I think that's it. They they need help on deep. Well, they don't need. Oh well, yeah, they need help on defense, but it's not like they really needed him. But I feel like he can definitely contribute a lot. You know, earlier than people think. And one of my favorite players, Christian Watson, bro, yeah. out of Dakota State, that's somebody, bro, I, I was the highest on him than any, you know, anybody on cover zero, man. I, I, I think he could be a really solid wide receiver, you know, and I'm glad he went to Green Bay yeah. because he's with the best, again, he's with the best QB in the league. And I feel like he really could, you know, he could, he could, you know, jumpstart his career early. If he stays healthy and every, which he should, he hasn't really had no, injury issue or anything like that. But if he if he plays and does his thing, Aaron Rodgers is going to take him to the top. So I like what they've done, you know, and I, I see who they lost, which are key losses. But when you got the best QB in the draft, I mean, best QB in the league, and you drafted some pretty good players, you got a really good head coach. I mean, it's hard for me to – and then the NFC is weak as a conference, and then the division is not that good as well. Vikings being the only team that could really possibly possibly give them a run, which I don't see it happening, you know. But it's hard for me to see them really taking like a big, you know, a big leap back. I don't see that happening, man. I, I see them at least they won 13 games last year. I got them winning 11 this year. Yeah. So I got them going 11 and six this year. It went 13 and four last year. Yeah, man. I, I just. I don't see it. They're, they're, and then, you know, I just – I don't see it. Their schedule is not too, you know, it's it, not too crazy. Yeah. You know, they got Minnesota. That's going to be a good game. They got Chicago. They should win that one. Tampa Bay would be a, a good one. New England, they should win that. They got New York. Yeah, both New York teams back-to-back. Mm-hmm. So they should be staying in New York. Yeah, yeah. They got the Giants, good. and then they got the Jets. They'll have a good time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah two weeks. And then they got Washington, who – Again, I like Ron Rivera. I like the defense. I mean, you know, potential is is cool and all, but it's just not guaranteed. <laughs> so I mean, you know, we'll we'll see what they got, but I think they should win. And they got Buffalo. That's a good win, yeah. or a good a good game. Good game. Then they got Detroit. Yeah. That's an easy. I mean, they should win that one. Yeah. Got Dallas. I mean, I don't know, bro. It's just I don't see them losing less than eleven games. Yeah, man. It, and it's it's or, it's, or less than yeah, yeah less, less than six games. I should say it's really just a. They lost Devontae. We don't see him winning thirteen again. And that's really that's really what. It, unless yeah, right. Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon become like both rush for like a thousand yards, something like that, and they keep it going. That's really, but it's it's the lack of because we got mad respect for Devontae, and, and him and Aaron had an unbelievable connection, and he taking them that fifty million and Devontae, you know, want to get want to get out, you know, that's. That's that's why we have them not winning thirteen games. Like right, right, they, right. If they still had Devontae, we probably 13, 13, 14 penciling in, you know, on top of this stuff. But they don't, so you are gonna fall back some because you are losing the best receiver in the league. It just mm-hmm. it just makes sense. And uh, the Devontae why you said because the off field thing that's why he slipped. Uh, you know, uh, the D line has always been a problem for. Uh, for uh, Green Bay's defense, because you know sometimes they can just get ran on. I feel like the Devontae Wyatt and the Quay Walker is just a so when they get in the playoffs, 
they super big. People can't just run on them like they always do. And mm-hmm. and that's I feel like they finally addressed that. Like we talked earlier when we went on like a soliloquy about stuff. This was these were draft picks they should have been did at these two key positions. Like I feel like mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, at this point now it seems like Gouda Cunts is like, all right, well, I'm just gonna keep upgrading the defense and not giving Rodgers more playmakers. Oh well, I traded Adams. But I'm not gonna take a first round receiver. I'm just gonna take one in the second, so we can just keep saying we don't draft first <laughs> receivers. And I'm just like, and I'm like, bro, you could have, like, I feel like Quay Walker would have been there in the second, you know, or something. Like, it's like, come on now, like, you really just, yeah, well, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't about taking receivers on the first, and mm-hmm. I ain't gonna start now. Like, kind of, because he literally traded from the back of the second to the second pick in the second round to take Christian Watson. I'm just like, really, bro? Really? You well, see, I like that pick. You're right. Yeah, they did do the I, – I get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. I But I did like that pick. I, I thought thought Watson was a really good pick up there, man. No, I no, really no. do. I like Christian Watson. I'm saying you could have just took him in the first. Like, that's a, like instead of you – Yeah, I get what you're saying, but, I mean, you know, good value. Yeah. He's got good value for him because well, you're right. He is a first in my in in my eyes. He is, but well, a yeah. lot of people's eyes, he wasn't. Well, yeah. I heard he was moving up the draft anyway, so I would have definitely took him in the first and probably tried to get Quay in the second. Like to me, he was a first. Oh, he was. I hear you. I hear yeah. you. Yeah, so I agree. I agree. I'm with out of those two, if I'm taking somebody mm-hmm. in the first, I would have took Christian in the first over Walker. Quay. Well, over Quay, yeah. Wyatt, look, I love a lot. Walker. Yeah. I'm like, no, I'll just took him in a second. That's what I'm saying out of the two. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Christian was that dude. And then you probably, and I think they had to give him a few picks anyway. So I'm like, yeah, you could have, you know, like, because you had to, he had to give up two, they had to give, yeah, so, yeah. Because I think they got two seconds. They had to give one of those seconds to, to get Christian Watson. But yeah, I'm just, nah. So that's what it is, man. Uh, We're going to see how uh, Aaron plays with these new rookies because they also got, uh, Romeo Duds, uh, who looks super fast out of Nevada, pretty should be like another key contributor guy. So I, this is the one thing, honestly, bro, that I'm super interested in. Like we talk about Devontae and we talk about all these weapons that Aaron Rodgers has had over the years that Green Bay has drafted. I made this point before. All those receivers was drafted under Ted Thompson. We haven't seen Gutekunst draft good receivers and being those guys like Valdez Stanley was on the fourth St. Brown was in the fifth and Lazard I'm not sure what he I think he might have been undrafted those are the best receivers we've seen Gutekunst draft or bring in I'm wondering how these receivers do under him he drafts because he's trying to say you know because Ted Thompson got drafted the Greg Jennings the the uh, the Randall Cobbs the Devontae mm-hmm. Adams and stuff like that. I want to really see if Gutekunst is as good as Ted drafting wide receivers. Because mm-hmm. let's say let's say Christian Watson Watson takes a while to get on because he's just coming, you know, from a lower tier in football. And then you like like, well, you could have had a receiver in the first, but you was trying to you wasn't trying to take a receiver in the first because y'all don't do that kind of a thing. So I'm just really mm-hmm. interested in that because. Right. If, because years prior, they needed other receivers. Like, what was, was the receiver they took in the third? Was it um, – it was it was Aaron something? It was some some other dude who they took last year in the third? Right. They I, think, 
Yeah, because they didn't take a receiver in the first or in the second when everybody felt like they needed a receiver two years ago when they played Tampa because it was like they just needed one other person to be making plays besides Adams mm-hmm. in that NFC championship. Nope, we took a corner, and we took a D lineman. And it was like all these all this stuff to eventually make them into like a running team but never really helped Rodgers a key position on offense to keep him going. Like, just interesting, bro. I want to see how that. I want to see how these wide receivers go. And you mentioned Sammy Watkins, that foot injury. I think he, I think he hurt it like two or three times. I think he had like two surgeries on it. Just zapped him. Right. Not like he had. So I'm like, I'm not really looking at him to contribute. And then, yeah. Yeah. No. I. I yeah. That's a. Uh, that's a fact, right? I, we got to see how he does. That's a good point that you brought up as far as wide receivers. Is as far as what kind of wide receivers, you know, that could really show up that he's drafted. You look at the guys that he's drafted in in, in this point in time, they haven't really panned out that way. But the guy that he got that we that we like a lot, you know, I think he could he could be that next he could be that weapon for sure. I'm not saying he's gonna be the next Devontae Adams or anything like that. I, yeah. I just think he could be yeah. a, a he could be a number one for yeah. sure. You know, so yeah, that that's that's yeah, man. I, I have to agree with you there, man. Um, we'll wait and see, but I think it's enough. I think what they've what they've added is enough, you know, to to win that division. Yeah. Definitely to get into the playoffs, and it'd be one of the better teams in the NFC because the NFC is just not, you know, they're not that good. Yeah, you know, the conference is it's yeah. gotten weaker. Yeah, but so. what it. With a team with Aaron Rodgers, it's like you're really just not trying to win an division. You're trying to win another Super Bowl. You're not right. No, you you right. No, you're right about that. But everything comes into play. Cap, money, all of that comes into play. Yeah. You know, Devontae Adams, obviously, with, with Aaron Rodgers getting the money he got paid. Yeah. Devontae had to get paid a certain amount. And then he had to make sure even if – and I'm just talking in general. We're, yeah, we're yeah. talking about pieces, why they left and, and you know, all of that. And – them happen to go a little bit younger because yeah. Aaron Rodgers is there because of the money he got paid. Well, that's why, really. It's not – you're right. The The goal is to win another Super Bowl. But, I mean, you know, all of that, the cap and who gets paid, what all takes a part of all of that, you know. And some players have to leave because of it, mm-hmm. you know. And um, Devontae was one of those players that left. I mean, I that's, that's a key piece right mm-hmm. there, man. That's a really – Key yeah. piece that that really left that team, and but, and, and uh the Darius Smith like yeah Z- Darius Smith too yeah, yeah. 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 he was like uh, he was the better of the Smith brothers to me uh, I know that uh, Rashawn Gary stepped up and started really playing well and I remember before when the Darius was starting he played D N and the uh, Darius was the outside linebacker they resigned Preston Smith I feel like the Darius. Still is the better of the two, but they had to. Keep yeah, them. for sure. Yeah, so it's gonna be a lot on Rashawn Gary to see um, if he can still keep have another double digit sack year. And I think Preston, I think he had like nine or ten sacks, or whatever. But it's gonna be interesting, man. Yeah, interesting. most definitely, most definitely. So yeah, man, that that's our breakdown right there. The NFC North. Stay tuned for next week. Yeah. We break down. The last division of the NFC. Yeah. And we'll see y'all then. You don't want to go real quick or? All right. 
Oh, what? The, oh, the topics? Yeah, topics. Oh, we can get into that. Okay. So, look, Corday, we've we been talking about it. We was going to wait on that. I guess we can go ahead and talk about it now. Yeah, we can get into that, man. Which one? So, okay, you want to start? I mean, we could start with the Kyler Murray one. Kyler Murray, yeah, that's good. Let's start with that. I mean, my thing is with that, man, I just think it's – and I'm a big fan of Kyler Murray. You Dang know, I, I think with me, I look at it like he should be when, – when I see something like that in the contract, yeah, people can say the organization, why why you put that in the QB contract and all of that? Well, for one, they signed it. Him and his agent signed it, so obviously they was okay with it. Yeah. You know, some they agreed with it. You know, Kyler Murray has to do better, bro. If you a QB and it's, it's they put you on some study time where you, like, still in – high school or you still in school where you gotta watch a certain amount of tape. Yeah. You know what I mean? To yeah. to 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 get paid a certain amount. Of, that's crazy. Yeah. As talented as talented as he is, you I, I don't think nobody thought that. I don't think nobody thought Kyler Murray wasn't watching tape. Yeah, no. You know what I'm saying? I just the way he plays, I don't think nobody thought that. So it's kind of disappointing. I'm I'm I've been a fan of Kyler Murray. Nobody can't tell me nothing. No Cardinal fan. You know, nobody can tell me. I've been a fan of Colin Murray. So, you know, I, I just, I speak it how I see it. Yeah. And that's what it is. If they put that in your contract, some people feel like, like going back to that, some people feel like it's organization should have never did that. And what organization has ever done this before? Well, when has Arizona ever done this? Exactly. Has they Have they ever done this to any Matt Liner or any other QB that Matt they've Liner, ever signed rookie I'm contract? Or? Yeah. Never, none of that. Nah, never, bro. So why are they doing that with him? Yeah, exactly. We can say it. Why are they doing it with a black quarterback? You can say it. You know. No, I, I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't think. No, I would. I'm be honest, bro. I was not thinking that. I yeah, was yeah. not thinking that. I, you know, I, I don't think this got anything to do with racism. I just think. Yeah, it, nah, nah, it, I'm just saying. Though, yeah, but yeah, he, Kyler's not doing. I just think he's not. You know, we we could. I mean, you can go there with it. I just didn't think that. I looked at it more so as just. Him not doing what he needs to be doing there, bro. I, that's that's all I look at it. You know, um, yeah. if you got more insight on that, then definitely, you know. But I, I just don't see it that way. I just think that he needs to be in the room doing what he needs to do. I've never heard we've got black QB starting and everything. I've just never heard of that. I've, I've never, never heard, of yeah. heard of that, bro. And Kyler Murray's been somebody that you kind of can question like, well, well, he wants to play baseball. He wanted yeah. to do this. I mean, yeah. it just – it was uh, some uncertainty around him. Yeah. As good as he is in football, it just was uncertainty. He's, he's good at baseball, too, and, yeah. right you know, we just he was, was He was eighth overall, bro, to my A's, and we didn't yeah, – so. Yeah, bro. Yeah, exactly. And so, I mean, you know, it's not like it's – like he's just some Boy Scout, yeah, yeah, and exactly. we just thought he was going to be, oh, you know, every do everything that the organization – no, I mean, he – He's doing things his way, and that's cool. I'm I'm cool with that. Yeah. But certain things like not watching tape, come on, man. Yeah. I I mean, people could say, oh, well, it's something else. I don't know. I just think he ain't watching tape. <laughs> he ain't watching enough of it. Yeah. And so, he needs to get, you know. So I so my point is of that, I think it's more so on Kyler than it is the organization. Yeah. It's it's definitely an interesting thing. Um uh, they put them stipulations in his uh, contract, and he has to do it from home. He can't be the the watching tape at the uh, at uh, the complex, or whatever. Doesn't count. So it's like you got to watch more tape. Um, my homie was like, "Yo, is this the Jamarcus Russell rule?" 
uh, going back to that. But then also, Mike, mm-hmm. right? Mike Vick said early in his Atlanta days he wasn't watching film either and wasn't be and wasn't studying as well as he should. So some some young cats honestly just play off athletic ability, and you see how great Kyler Murray has played up until this point. Like he had the, the Arizona Cardinals undefeated at the start of the year. Like, I don't think a lot of people saw that happening. And then they faltered down the stretch. Um, you could say, well, this this man not studying. But then also the uh, Cliff Kingsbury system, it, he's faltered in each in each year he has coached. So it's, it's interesting. It's a crazy stipulation being part of a contract. I don't think I would have definitely had that in the contract. I'm like, oh, you got to take this language out of here, like kind of a thing. That's what I'm saying. What make them agree? Because the agent and the player, Kyler, agreed exactly. to it. Exactly. That's why I like, understand. Yeah, bro, that's what I'm saying. How can we really – how can you? How can anybody defend Kyler and he agreed to the contract? Exactly. Uh, that That's what get, and I'm again, I'm a fan. For the listeners out there, I've been a fan of Kyler Murray. So that is not the case. I've been a fan. I was happy he got his contract. Yeah. So, so. It, it, it it's super funny because it's like, it, it, it could be one of those things like, oh, you don't think I study? All right. And it's like, you we can look at two ways. Like, I'm a scientist because I do this anyway. Or you'd be like, oh, we concerned that Kyler isn't like studying film. To me, it's the principle, bro. I, yeah, I, I already, I would have went off. Right I would have went right off there. too. What? I would have went off too. I How many QBs y'all give this to? Y'all know I watch film up in there. That, that, exactly. I, I really would have. That's just me. Yeah. But see, if I don't do it, then I'm like, oh, yeah, you right, bro. Like, I, I need to step it up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I just don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. see. But That's yeah. just, it's the principle. You're not going to add that into my contract. Exactly. And, then, and, and the funny about it is, too, we didn't start hearing certain stuff about Kyler Murray until he asked for an extension. And I remember the week he asked for that extension, somehow Steve Kime, who ain't had a great track record, the, probably the last good pick he's made was Kyler Murray. And before that was the trade for Chandler Jones and the trade for D-Hop. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't had a good drafting record as of late. Right. Uh, and then Cliff Kingsbury, we was kind of thinking like, hey, man, this scheme might not be working. And we start, and a lot of people, I know the media as well, start putting the blame, well, he fought down the season. But then you look at, it seemed like once they he asked for that extension, right? They was like, he's not a good leader. He got bad body language, stuff like that. And then it was like, also, he fought down, he faltered towards the second half of the season. And then a stat just pop up. Well, Cliff Kingsbury's teams have always faltered in the second half of the season, dating back to his college years. Mm-hmm. So it seems like a reason to shift blame from the GM and the head coach to Kyler. When really the only thing, I ain't really worried about the film stuff. Because, like, I'm thinking, like, man, don't be putting stuff like this in. I'm really worried about him missing three games each season. Because if he don't miss those games and can stay healthy, he, he look, he'll he look, his team will be in a better situation and will play better and, like, have a higher seed. Because you weren't, what were they, like, 71 or something like that? Right, right. And then ha- and then they won, like, three. They, then they, I think they, because I just watched the uh, highlights of their season. I think they won three and five over the next eight games, but then still finished with a winning record. I think they finished, like, what was it? Like a like eleven and something, but yeah, it's just interesting how we're shaping the narrative, just like how they shape narratives on other quarterbacks. Is Kyler now working hard? Why the team ain't having success? When literally he got them out to a hot start, 
and these draft picks Steve Kahn putting on the field and exactly panning out. And Cliff's system is getting figured out as well. So we mm-hmm. got to find a way to shift blame just in case. You know? I mean, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah. I get your point. I get your point for sure. But I can't really I can't really agree with this as far as like draft picks. Cause I mean in 2020, you look at and I can't, you know, go off of every pick. I gotta go back and, and do my research. But yeah. 2020 they drafted Isaiah, Isaiah Simmons, yeah, who was, you know, everybody loved him coming yeah, yeah. out. I mean, he was supposed to be the best player coming out when he fell to them. Wow. Okay. You know, he didn't live up to the hype or anything like that, but I'm just saying, as far as stop process, they did what, you know, a, a, a team should do. Being the best player in the draft, I, could, could, I mean, to everybody else, and obviously to that team, that was a great pick. Then you look at the 2021 draft, they had some good picks, bro. I I mean, Zevin Collins, I like that pick, you know, out of, the linebacker out of Tulsa. That was a good that was a good pick right there, you know. I mean, they've had some good picks. Rondell Moore, who – my boy Jordan, who's not with us today, he really liked him. I liked him as well. We all liked him, but he was highest on him. That was a good pick, you know. So, I mean, they've had some good picks. I, I just I just think, you know, I'm not saying that it's all on Kyle, Kyler Murray. I'm, I'm not saying that. I, I just think that it's kind of strange how, yeah, bro, that this is in the contract. And, you know, another thing, too, it's crazy. This ain't the first. All contracts always come out regardless, they always come out of how much money a player signed and how much money, you know, guaranteed. That that always comes out. So it ain't nothing new, but it always amazes me. Like, you know, it's crazy how they sign this and all of a sudden it's just like everywhere. Like it's all the way in China somewhere. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, all, this, this, you know, all this thing is out all of a sudden. You know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it just be crazy to me. Yeah. So that's just beside the point. But it was really crazy is how they really – added this to the contract and he exactly. signed. Like the, that, the last the last contract I heard anything, not even done like this, but was just something was when uh the DN from Dallas didn't want to sign with the with the Cowboys and went to Denver because they had this one stipulation that he didn't like and Jerry wouldn't take it out. So then he signed with the Cowboys. Uh I mean signed with the with the Broncos. Denver. It was Denver. You talking about this year? Yeah. Randy, Randy, when Randy Gregory, Gregory, uh, he said, Jerry Jones always has some kind of, it wasn't like nothing about study habits or anything, but it was like, oh, if you do something, we might can void the contract and take all your guaranteed money. And they said, Jerry's never used it. And he was like, well, if he never used it, why is this clause in here? And he was like, well, it's the clause in all his contracts. And then so Randy Gregory was like, all right, he went to Denver, got the exact same contract Mm -hmm. without that, without those wordings in it. And then sign with them. And see, that's the thing, though. Randy Gregory's had stuff off the field, though. Exactly. Yeah. Kyler had. Oh, I mean, I don't know. We we hadn't we haven't heard that from Kyler. Yeah. No. But it, again, and, and this is going to your point because it's I get what you're saying. The point that you're proving yeah. is going to your point. Like we haven't heard this with him, and you know. But this, as far as watching film, you're not going to hear it. You're not going to hear that until a player gets released or exactly. something like this happens. Yeah. Exactly. Like Demarcus Russell. We didn't hear yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Until he was gone, bro. Until yeah, yeah. it was like, oh yeah, we gave him a tape and had nothing on it. He came exactly. back and said he watched it and we knew it was nothing. I mean, you're not gonna hear that until after the fact, bro. Exactly. You don't hear you, know? you don't hear this when you sign an extension. That's yeah, like you like, yeah, that's a great point. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like you you're not gonna hear it till after. Yeah, you don't hear oh. you don't hear, oh yeah, by the way, he gotta study more. 
you you hear that like a great point. You hear stuff like that. He don't watch tape when we get rid of a guy, not when you sign him. When you sign him, but I, I tell you, but you know what though? Although you don't hear nothing like what we heard with Kyler, mm-hmm. when they sign. We've never heard nothing like that even after players retired. Retired or left the team, bro. We've never heard nothing like this. No no QB has left the team or retired and said, or a contract came out like, you know, they had me on this and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've never heard that, bro. But, yeah. I mean, we, we've never heard that. And now we're at a point right now, bro, where everything is almost, like, legible. Like, you're able to see everything. It just – it is what it is. Anything you sign, it's just everywhere. Everybody's able to get a copy of it or whatever. You got to be careful with that. But it is what it is. I mean, when you're a celebrity, when you're an athlete, it's just what it it it, it's, it comes with the territory type deal. Mm-hmm. But it's unfortunate that everybody knows, but it is what it is, man. And I, I just, again, I go back to him signing it. That's what I go back to. Him signing it, agent signing it. You know, I don't know if they looked at the money like, okay, it's a lot of money. You need to start doing it to sign anyways, or I don't know. I because I just don't see how any of that cannot be true and he's signing. Yeah. That that's that's the issue that I have. Is you know, I, I just feel like some of it gotta be or all of it gotta be true as far as him not watching as much tape as he should be watching. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's what maybe, maybe it's not necessarily. Maybe they want him to watch four hours and he's only watching an hour or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Maybe maybe that's what it is. Maybe he's watching tape, but he's not watching you know, as much as they would want him to watch. Yeah, that that's my that's my deal with that. The other topic, I was trying to wait for my boy, but Corday was ready to talk about all the topics today. So we're gonna go ahead and go into it. Let's get it. Matter of fact, we'll get into the, the shorter one. Yeah. We'll get into the to the Julio Jones. So, what do you feel? What do you what do you think about you know that that move and him signing real late? Well, we was talking about a team who should have. Like I thought the Packers should have signed him, man. Uh, He he in Tampa, uh, it's hot, so you know it's hot in the fall, and like you know, so your body feels better later in the season. Um, But that hamstring, man, you just gotta figure. Like this is a good death piece. And I was wondering where Julio was going to go and which team. I was just like, yo, Packers, Packers. Like, I would, would you rather take Sammy Watkins or Julio Jones? Julio Jones. Yeah. So I'm just like, you would hope that they would have signed. But, hey, more to rich get richer. We don't know how healthy right. he's going to be. But uh, was it Godwin tore his ACL? Was like mm-hmm. in November, so he probably won't be, he probably won't be back till halfway in the year. But let's say Julio only played the first half and then get hurt, and then God went back, boom. So we really just, you know, um, you hope he stay healthy, and you know Mike Evans gonna give you a thousand yards, uh, but it's just, it's just really interesting to see if Julio, cause he he ain't gonna be the seventeen hundred yard guy that we know. In years past, but could he get you eight hundred to a thousand yards? You hope so, mm-hmm. just cause uh, injuries, and they'll probably monitor him, uh, figure out like how to keep him 
healthy. Because, you know, sometimes when you go to a new team, you want to be out there every day at practice. You want to be out there showing what you can do and stuff like that. Versus, like, you might, versus you might need to take some rest days, you know. And then they always say the first few days of camp, the, the thing that you try to do the most is just make sure you get you have no soft tissue injury. And a hamstring is a soft tissue injury. Right, so right, right. You want to you wanna rest one day on, one day off. Have him walk through stuff. Maybe him and Tom do some, some, some throwing stuff, but not a ton, just to build that rapport and stuff, and just try to get him as healthy as possible to the season and mm-hmm. and throughout. Yeah, I agree with you, man. I, I I think I mean this was a good team for him to go to. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, personally as a player, you go to a team that you know could really get to the Super Bowl and and potentially win it. I mean, Tampa Bay is if I had it. Like, obviously, we're going to be doing a Super Bowl prediction. We're going to be doing some things later on, yeah. you know, as the show goes on. Uh, so I don't want to ruin anything. But that that's a team it's hard not to pick to go to the Super Bowl coming out of the NFC. So I, I'll just leave it at that. He picked a really good team. Yeah. Green Bay, like you said, bro, for them, that would have been a great pickup. For them, that would have been a great pickup You with the best QB. But I think overall, team-wise – you know, Tampa is just where it's at, you know. And you've seen a lot of players come play for Brady, play with Brady, you know, and play for those teams that he's been on, and, and they play well. You know, at least they, they give it they all. And somebody like that, a Julio Jones, if he's healthy, man, he's definitely going to have more than 434 yards that he had last year mm-hmm. if he's healthy. You know, he only played 10 games last year. So if he can stay healthy – his receptions, everything is going to go up, you know. So um, his touchdowns, all of that. I mean, it's, everything is going to go up if he can stay healthy. So I actually like his decision to go there. I think he was smart to really wait it out to see. I think Tampa Bay also, obviously, they, they're talented everywhere. So it's not like, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, if this player goes down, we need Julio. Nah, it's like if if this player go down, we got this player. If this player go down, we got – I mean, Julio's almost like a – like a third, fourth option over there. So I mean, but 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 somebody that could become a number one option. That's how good he is. So, you know, th- it's it's a good move for for him and them. You know, uh, I he could have went anywhere and benefit from from it, but I think this was the best option for him. So, do did you have any more about Julio Jones and no, anything on that? No. So the next thing, and this is actually what I was trying to wait on my boy, you know, Jordan, to to, to talk about because him being a Raider fan as well. Yeah. Derek Carr, what did you think about – I mean, obviously, it's blowing up everywhere. I didn't think it was a big deal. Yeah. Obviously, it was posted on SSAW yeah. from a couple of different people and whatnot, you know, as far as Devontae Adams saying that, uh, you know, when you go from one Hall of Famer to another Hall of Famer, and, yeah. you know, and then he tried to – he switched up his – you know, he, he didn't – Change that's his boy, first and foremost. So like, he's not gonna say nothing negative about him. Yeah, it, it is what it is. He's not gonna say nothing negative about him, but I think what he was, you know, it, it's kind of hard when he tried to explain it. Yeah, the the players that he used didn't work out. I mean, when he used the Raider player, you say, Oh, Ken, Ken Stabler and Rich Gannon. Rich Rich Gannon like not a, <laughs> yeah, he's not a Hall of Famer, you know. Um Obviously, after that Super Bowl loss, he, he's not a Hall of Famer, bro. I mean, you know, so it is what it is. So, I mean, I think when he used that, you know, but I, I get what he was trying to say to a certain extent, you know, when you when you go to 
a great player to another great player. Exactly. It just didn't. It, it it is what it is. I think he was really trying to, you know, look out for his boy exactly. in that point, and um, you know that that explain at least my opinion. That's just how I look at it. He knows there are as of now is not MVP. He said or not MVP, not a Hall of Famer. He mentioned he's not an MVP. He hasn't been an MVP yet, yeah. and he hasn't won a Super Bowl ring. He's yeah. chasing that. Yeah. So he already mentioned that you know he's not in that tier yet. Yeah. So you know he's not. I mean, so to, you look at his stats and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you talk about yards and stuff like that, but obviously you got to win the bigger games. I say bigger games. I'm saying games that's not just in the regular season coming back comeback wins. I'm talking about playoff wins. I'm talking about getting to a Super Bowl. You know, more Pro Bowls. Obviously, if that type of stuff happen, then yeah, he'll be in that in that class. But obviously right right now, I think Devontae know that. And as far as Carr, speaking to him, is he there yet going into him? He's not there yet. I just explained it. He's not, you know, he needs I in my opinion personally, I feel like he needs at least a few more Pro Bowls. <laughs> looking at least four and you know a Super Bowl appearance. If not a win. I think a win is secured. Yeah. An appearance, four Pro Bowls in appearance, he'll probably get in the Hall of Fame yeah. or more. And I don't mean alternate, like some people think. Yeah. I'm talking about just, like, strictly making it. Like, he made it. You know, they chose him. Yeah. You know, he yeah. wasn't like – you know what alternate is. I don't got to break it down for the listeners. Yeah. You know, so I think he he has to go in – I give it, like I said again, I get, I say four more Pro Bowls and at least a Super Bowl appearance, if not a win. If, if he get a win, he's securing it. If he, if he loses, depending on how he loses, then you know I think he gets in, but it may, it may be a while. But that's what I, what I see from Derek Carr. As of right now, no, he's not there yet. You know, I mean, it's a lot that. Again, too, though, we talked about it earlier. It, 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 you know, organizational wise, everything, man. It's not just one player. I mean, he's dealt with well. How many offensive coordinators? How many p- different coaches calling plays? And how many head coaches and different exactly. wide receivers? How many wide receivers has he had that was as good as Amari Cooper or Michael Crabtree? You know what I'm saying? It's just so much that goes into play and all of that. You know, it, it, it's a lot more. But yeah, man, no, not right now. I mean, yeah, uh, going from one great player to another great player, instead of saying like Hall of Famer and the Hall of Famer. Um, yeah, man, I mean, we, we look, we saw how uh, winning one Super Bowl all of a sudden turns Matthew Stafford into all of a sudden a Hall of Fame quarterback. Yep. When before, years before, they, they called him Matthew uh, Padford because he was just padding stats out here and stuff like that, but not doing it. Uh, had no, I think he, he had, went to the playoffs once and was on one and that. So, we can look how winning the Super Bowl automatically changed your trajectory into making the Hall of Fame. Like, yeah, but like making a few more Pro Bowls, which um, should happen with Devontae Adams as your number one guy, Darren Waller hopefully staying healthy the whole season, and Hunter Renfro coming into his own. It would be like a great slot receiver. This man has weapons. And, yeah, to get to the Hall of Fame, uh, like you said, uh, making several more Pro Bowls and a Super Bowl run, and getting there uh, definitely is going to be hard with some of the quarterbacks, not only in his division, but in his conference. But if it happens, 
and especially like what, what people do when they start trying making a trajectory for QBs and why they should make the Hall of Fame. Well, look at look at who he beat along the way. The QB names he beat along the way to get to um, the Hall of Fame. I know they definitely do that with Eli Manning uh, and and it's Matthew Stafford as well. Cause like I remember the stat, it was like, look how great he played in the fourth quarter. Like he had some other bad quarters throughout that time, but once people uh, believe you're a Hall of Famer, they immediately start putting that stamp on it. No matter sometimes what you did uh, previously. And looking like, well, look, and then they, because Derek Carr has been putting up good stats, a lot of yard, right. a lot of yardage, stuff like that, a lot of touchdowns. So they'd be like, well, look at, well, even though he was through that tumultuous time, he was still putting up huge stats. Doing yeah, 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 most definitely. So, but we know, though, that's not going to, that, like I said, his stats are good now. You yeah. look at his stats now, it, it's crazy. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, wow, yeah. Wow. yeah a, a, a guy that don't watch football, We'll see that. Like, oh, why is he not in the Hall of Fame? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And he start making oh. stuff, and he don't know specific things. But then, it, and then it get start garnering momentum. And like, well, yeah, Derek Carr definitely is in the Hall of Fame. He just won the Super Bowl, so why wouldn't he be in the Hall of Fame? So yeah, it just it, it depends on what happened. But interesting comments. He was just trying to say, like, they go back to Fresno State, man. They go back to college. They That's come together in the off season. So of course he's gonna speak highly of his boy. Highly right. And right. they've been wanting to team up for years, and they finally could. Um, so yeah, man, it's it's interesting. People try to blow it out of proportion, and because right. people nobody got nothing else to talk about, bro. Yeah, I mean, football exactly. is, is is you know it's we're kind of like you know right now baseball is leading the way. Yeah, there's nothing else you know to really talk about you know outside of that. And some people love baseball, and some people don't. It's almost like a love and hate sport. You either love it or yeah. you don't, and you're in the middle of it, and it is what it is. A lot of people don't watch it until the playoffs. So, I mean, you know, that's just where we're at right now. So, people are looking for news to just talk about. And that's just one of the things. It ain't just our page, SSAW. It's it's everywhere. Everybody's, you know, kind of like talking about it and whatnot. You know, again, one thing I did say, I mentioned that it was a, it was, I was, I think it was a smart response. That was before I actually heard him say it. Yeah. So I kind of want to retract on that. It wasn't a smart response. He was trying to, he thought he was saying it a certain way and people caught it a different way. Yeah. And, you know, and then he tried to, he went back and tried to explain. And I like how he stuck to it. He said, yeah. look, I ain't, I ain't saying like, oh, Carr don't have the talent to be a, a Hall of Fame QB. Yeah. He does. I'm just saying like, you know, does he have this? Does he have that? No, but I mean, he can get there and he can. Yeah. Carr exactly. has another good four, five, six years left. I mean, but it just depends on, you know, everything, organization, our organization, my Raiders organization has, you know, I mean, we've changed from coaching to play callers to all different, you know, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what happens. But if everything goes go how it should go, you know, with weapons being around them, line blocking the way they should, I mean, he definitely should be playing a whole lot better. You know, he already got three. I think two of them was alternate. As far as Pro Bowls, yeah. you know, the first one was was on his own doing. I mean, if he could if he could land a few more on 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 uh, just off him and not you know because somebody else couldn't make it, and he gets you know to a Super Bowl, I think he I think he'll be in. But that's gonna be a long way. That's gonna be a long you know. But again, though, going to that too, a lot of people. When they go, when they dive deep, and we just got done talking about this with Kirk Cousins, you don't need a Hall of Fame QB, bro. 
to make the you, you don't need a Hall of Fame QB to win a Super Bowl. You don't need one. You don't need one, bro. You don't need a Hall of Fame QB to make the Super Bowl or to win the Super Bowl. You could be a top 15, top 20 QB and get to the Super Bowl and win. So, you know, like you just mentioned, I mentioned two. Right, right, bro. Right. Like, like we got to think about it. Where where did a lot of people have Matthew Stafford at? Exactly. He wasn't even in the – look, I think we had him – no, we. I don't even know if we had him in the top ten, but a lot of people didn't have him in the top ten, bro. You know, all of, and then all of a sudden now he, he now he's seven. Hall of Fame, yeah, Hall of Fame. He number six quarterback in the league. Joe Burrow who lost five. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. You you brought up a great point. I brought up earlier when we were talking about Kirk Cousins, and I brought up the different QBs and Joe Flacco, yeah. different teams being around. You said great defense, whatever. I was saying good teams yeah. being surrounded about surrounded around those those QBs. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing for Carr. It's the same thing for Stafford. He went yeah. to a team that was he was surrounded around a good team. I think the only difference with Stafford is he went to a different team. Yeah. People look at Carr still being with the Raiders and it's like, well, he's still with the Raiders and the Raiders are gonna do what the Raiders do. I think that's kind of how people look at it. You know, and they're overlooking on what what just happened. Like literally just over overlooked and we'll see. I mean, you know, I could be wrong. People, I don't know. People that think the Raiders going to be good could be wrong. Yeah. I think they're going to be pretty good this year. We'll see. Come but on. the the point is, is that it's easy for a QB to be in a bad situation and then go to a good one and then people automatically just assume. Yeah. Or not even assume, just say, hey, look, this guy's a Hall of Fame QB or mm-hmm. he's he won a Super Bowl. He did this. It was organized. It was players he was with. Or how bad it was. I mean, the Lions made Barry Sanders re- and Calvin Johnson retired, bro. So obviously, it was there was a bad. I'm like bad, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and, and, and if, if, Carr, if, if yeah, if Carr get to the playoffs and he win a playoff game or two, it's like oh, I mean, man, maybe you know, yeah. Because well, it all at the end of the day, it all depends on it. We talked about it. NFL is the ultimate team game. Yeah. So. Sure. It depends on what you got around the player and how well they do. You know. So, with that being said, man, here's our show for the NFC North Breakdown with a couple hot topics, man, that we had to address. (laughs) You know, we had to. And next week, we'll get into the NFC West. See y'all then.